Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 367, recorded on March 17th, 2022. On tonight's episode with special guest Hambone Johnny. Yes, we have a Hambone Johnny. Like everybody else, we discuss a new Nintendo, a few Nintendo news items, a few game releases, and a few questions from the community. Jesse, you know what to do. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's like he doesn't press those buttons every week. <laughs> You're listening to Nintendo Dance, it's episode 367. It's March 17th, 2022, and if you're wondering, it's also 919 Central Time, and the Mario Kart 8 DLC is still not out. Uh, joining me on the show tonight is a wonderful cast of characters. We got the whole gang here, and as Tim said, yes, yes, indeed, we've got a Hambone Johnny, just like every other podcast that records on Thursday night. Uh, he's running the podcast gauntlet, folks, uh, but we'll get to him here in just a minute. We're going to let him catch his breath, but joining us on the show tonight... Mr. Tim Off, uh, OU of uh, RGB fairy lights behind you. <laughs> yep. How are you? I've captured each fairy in each of those bulbs there. Is uh, this like, is it like uh, in Zelda where you have to come up and you have to catch them with a bottle, but you're doing yes. it with very small bulbs? That's correct. I'm using That's fairy, precision work, sir. fairy pokeballs, you know, whatever, oh. whatever those are called. The wing balls, balls or whatever. Jesse knows. Oh. The wing ones, right? Yeah, they're, they're, I haven't played Arceus in two weeks, so I don't remember the names anymore. So I'm catching them with that, and then I, you know, they're clear, so I can put them up in there, and I keep them well fed, so they're they're happy. But I'm oh, good. Otherwise, yes. <laughs> How about you, Marty? Uh, hey, you know what? I'm doing great. It's been a it's been a fantastic day. I drank an entire cup of coffee in about 30 seconds before we came on air. Uh, so that explains a lot. Um, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> and by um, the way, is Mario Kart out yet? Uh, Not yet. No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> also joining us on the show this week, all the way from the Great White North, Justin Masson. How are you, hey, buddy? folks? Good. What's going on? Hey, Happy St. Patrick's Day! It is. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a personal yeah, question? For personal. sure. Yeah. Did you or did you not? Can you? Can you or can you not confirm? Yeah. That you may or may not have had a pint of Guinness today. Oh, I 100% did. I just came from a restaurant, actually. Uh, yeah, definitely <laughs> did. did. I was, a mash. Uh, you know, here's going to be really honest with you. There is a there is a nice Irish pub in the city, and we were five o'clock. We're like, as a family, we're going to go to the pub for dinner, just like you would in Ireland, and have a couple pints. And we should have made a reservation because everybody, everybody was, was doing there. that. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was it was five o'clock, and it was like out the door. You couldn't get a seat. We were disappointed. I went to another restaurant, had a pint Guinness. Um, it was great, you know. As as a as a adopted uh, member of Ireland, uh, today is a good day for us. So I will actually give you a piece of Irish knowledge that you can share. So if you were at a pub or you're at a house and you're having dinner, instead of saying cheers, you would say slancha, slancha, and that means in Irish to you good health or cheers. Is that the word that looks like slant? Yes, L S L A I N T E, slancha. So that is Irish for cheers to you, good health kind of thing. Okay, because uh, so very, very common, very common to, to say as well. Very, very quick here. 
Mm-hmm. Very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to play a very quick game. All right. I, I, I had this prepared and I meant to do it like just I meant to go straight to you at the first, but I forgot. Oh, OK. Yeah, All yeah. right. So here we go. Right around the horn. All five of us. We're going to play a quick game. It's called Eat or Yeet Irish edition. OK, so okay. you either are going to eat these items or you're going to yeet them. You're going to throw them, throw them away. away. Yeah. All right. So and they're all they're all traditional Irish fare. Yeah. All right. So all you have to do is say eat or yeet. We don't have we don't need an explanation. Okay. We just need to know just for everybody in the world and Nintendo dads, all five of us eat or yeet. Okay. Hey, got it. First dish, corned beef and cabbage. Eat. 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 I'll eat the corned beef. I won't eat the cabbage. All right. Same. Next one. Justin, you're gonna have to explain this one to us. Mm-hmm. Green River soda. I have never heard of Green River soda. So that is sounds a like, sounds like a yeet to me. That is that is one I do not know. It's a green soda. It's a green. I'm going to eat that. Uh, I'm going to eat that. Yeah, I'm for sure going to eat that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty, I'm like pretty honest. I'm probably going to eat everything on this list. I'm uh, OK, I'm then let's go to it. the next one here. All right. Black pudding. Eat. eat yes. hundred percent. Eat. Eat. What and for that? those who know, that's also referred to as blood pudding. That's I'd have a, to see it, yeet. but it'll probably be uh, eat. I will tell you, like, to be honest today, uh, what I'm going to do on on Saturday morning is I'm going to do a traditional Irish fry up for breakfast, which is like two fried eggs. We're going to do up some uh, mushrooms. We're going to fry up some tomato. We're going to do some rashers. We're going to do some sausage. Uh, and we're going to do some. OK, well, hold up. You hold on. I'm not done yet. And we're going to do some black. We're going to do some uh, black, uh, blood pudding and we're going to do some uh, toast. I'm not going to. I have a picture of this right here. Yeah. And blood pudding looks a uh, black pudding looks like a turd. It does, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it is, does. What yeah. is it? Uh, so it is like a sausage that has actually blood congeliality uh, or no. congealed some of it in it, and usually no. has like some grains and some uh, wheat. Um, yeah, it's good. It's all actually quite good. It's got a little bit of a. Uh, it, I mean, it does. Yeah, it's kind of like if you if you've had haggis, you're all right. You're all right. All right. Here's the next one: bread pudding. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yep. a yep. Yeah. That's yeah. A okay. Next, yeah, for sure. Fish pie. Uh, I, yeah, I'm going to say, here's the deal. I'm going to say yeet only because I don't like fish in pie. Yeah. Um, yeah that's that, not a, it, it, it kind of looks like, like a homemade pop tart, but it's full of like peas fish. and fish. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I'll well, eat yeah it. That's a yeet. Uh, I'll eat bangers it. and mash. Oh uh, yeah. Yeet. Or oh, sorry. Eat. Oh, yeah, a, for sure. eat. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Eat. Yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. Okay. Uh, cured salmon. I'm going to say yeet only because I don't like salmon. So I don't like fish. So yeah, yeah. it's a yeet. It's yeah. a, Jesse, what about you? I could I'd have to see it. I'd have to know what it looks like. But okay. I like salmon, but I don't know what it means what they mean when they what curing it. But uh soda bread. Eat. Oh, eat. big time eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. Yes, oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. My mom used to make that. It's so good, isn't it? Yes, so good. Really good. With a good right. with a nice soup. Ah. Mm. Soda bread. We had some at Raglan Road when we went to Disney. So like Yeah, Irish I mean Raglan Ro- yeah, Raglan Road is very Irish. Uh Shepherd's Pie. Eat. 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 Oh, for okay. sure. With hey, lamb, traditionally. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. Oysters. Eat. Slurp. I just don't, I just don't like yeast. I just don't like <laughs> oysters. Pre- prepared how? Yeah. I think that's it. That's a With some hot sauce. Have you had it like raw, Rockefeller raw, style? Yeet. 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 I, uh, yeet that's eat something em. I've never The biggest yeet. That's why I said slurp okay. them with some And, I will, some get, and I, will give you one, I will give you one last one, folks. Gentlemen, a pint of Guinness. A pint of Guinness. That is definitely a eat. That's a double eat. It's a double eat, eat. Double eat. <laughs> with a spoon. Double eat. Two, eat. Uh, two of them. Yeah. <laughs> so happy St. Patrick's Day, folks. Yeah, and happy St. Patrick's Day. Happy and St. Patrick's. speaking of yeet, let's uh, yeet Justin out of the way here. And Jesse Waldack 
How are you doing? Sorry to derail this, uh, but That's right. uh, you're, so you're still good. there. I, 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 I wanted to tell a quick story, uh, but, uh, you know, that that was a no, lot. Go, go ahead. Wow. Go ahead. So, the floor is so yours. I, I, I hinted during the pre-show that my family has spent a lot of my money, and it was like almost, <laughs> like literally almost $10,000 in the, in the last t- two days because my son bought his first car, so... I paid for it, and he's going to pay me back over the next three years. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then my wife bought, uh, wanted the new computer. So I said, yeah, we can do that. So she now has a better computer than I do. Nice. In terms yeah. of CPU and GPU. like she's got a three- so, you, she so, a- so what you're saying is you future-proofed it a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I future-proofed it on top of what came out of the box actually what you're saying what you're saying is you're mining bitcoin no i'm not what you're saying is you're making nintendo dad's nfts is what you're saying (laughs) no 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 but yeah i i i might have slapped a six terabyte hard drive in there just because. oh my gosh wow look look if if we're making nintendo dad's nfts i'm the monkey with the with the mario hat Fair enough. Fair enough i'll be at that hard drive was only 100 bucks so that was nothing compared to whatever else cost well, and speaking of NFTs, uh, we have a non-fungible Hambone Johnny uh, with us <laughs> on the show tonight. Uh, he is joining us after <laughs> literally what seems like a marathon of podcasts. How are you holding up over there, buddy? Well, I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here with you guys. Well, you know, we came to this realization a few a few weeks ago. Uh, Tim said every podcast in our Nintendo Dad's family has had Hambone Johnny except us. Right. Yeah. We've got to have Hambone Johnny. And I we we immediately said yes. Wow. Yes. Well, most, most podcasts <laughs> will try to fill their Pokedex of guests, but he is filling his decks of podcasts. Yeah. I like yeah, it. It's a great strategy. It's, it's great. a great strategy. And speaking of great strategies, why don't we just go ahead and move on into the news? Shall we? Do it. Perfect. And our news each and every week is brought to you us by you guys over at Nintendo Dad. Uh, I'm sorry, Patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up in our community and actually go chat live with Hambone Johnny. He has his own channel. It's called Chat with Hambone. Uh, you can go over there. He's there 24-7, ready to answer your questions. Anything, you can you can call him up and be like, hey, I'm stuck on Dragon Warrior. Uh, what do I do here? And he'll go Google it, and he'll give you the answer. Uh, it's, no, actually, it's, 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 it's Hambone Helpline. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I forgot <laughs> the we changed the name. Beautiful yeah. part about it as well, especially if you're in Discord, folks. It's not just video game ur- urgencies. You know, I had this. I had this rash. I just sent him a photo, just directly DM'd oh, him. Yeah. I was like, "What That's do you perfect. think of this?" And he was like, "Stop shaving that close to your, uh, you know, yeah, prop, your, 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 you're using rash. the manscaped the wrong yeah. way." Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> anyway, so for a dollar a month, you get in the Discord. $5 a month gets you all of our uh, sub channels and things in there, as well as uh, access to things like monthly mayhem and uh, bounty board. And then for $10 a month, you get our pre and post show audio and uh, quarterly or every now and then art cards. In fact, we just dropped one of those that uh, Adam Leonard from the mega dad said us. Here's the hint. It, uh, it, it's about the new Kirby game. All right. Uh, but it's a mashup with another game, which is actually pretty brilliant. Uh, and then for $30 a month, uh, you get to be a patron of the show or a, a producer of the show. Uh, and uh, that means you get to be on the show. And producers, 
check your email box, uh, check your inbox. Uh, we're about to schedule your next appearance on the show. So uh, if anybody wants to bump up to the $30 a month level, um, now's the time because that's going to happen kind of within the next week. Uh, you can also pay by the year. It saves you a month uh, if you do that. So if you're paying like, you know, want to do the dollar a month, it'll actually cost you $11 uh, and, and on and on and just build once. And we do that to, to say thank you. And it, it's awesome. Uh, but you can go over there and check that out at patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads. Um, we want to start our news here with a little bit of a correction. Uh, and this is an um, actually, we call this the um, actually section. And this one's actually, uh, Jesse, you were being um, actually from Andros. Uh, and he says this Friday uh, at 9.55 a.m. He said, uh, wild mode, you said wild mode unlocks expanded power-ups in the Kirby demo. He said wild mode does not unlock expanded power-ups in the Kirby demo. Beating the demo gives you the option to play the levels all over again with powered-up copy abilities. Separate toggle from the difficulty. Side note, wild mode is harder, but it's still fairly easy. Uh, and look, honestly, uh, Zablanc said this in our Discord, I think, earlier, and he's like, really, it's like baby mode versus toddler mode. And that's okay, because that's what we expect from Kirby. But Andros coming in here, strutting around, right? Like he is. Get him, king. Justin. Get him. Listen, he does he does a podcast that's two hours long with Sean Capri on We the Gamer Cast, and now he's he's his 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 tires are all pumped up. He's all walking around with a big head. He's like, ha ha. I mean, Sean says listen, I'm cool. Ha ha ha. I'm on the Nintendo Pals. Look at me giving you um. Actually, I see you, Andros. I see what you're doing. I am coming for you. You're mine now, son. Wow, that was, that. that was a promo. That was, that was a promo. I, I'll give you that. I, I like he does. He think a, a two hour podcast is some kind of achievement. <laughs> you make like, it sound like we don't do that every you know night. We talk. Listen, two listen, hours is you, warm for up you, for that us. May have been a banner, for you, that may have been a banner day. For us, it was just Thursday. <laughs> Although, in all fairness, after I've now just come down, ladies and gentlemen, seriously, I love Andros. Go yes. check out his episode with Sean Capri on We the Gamer Cast. Mm. It was two hours long. One of the best episodes I have ever heard uh, for a long time. Love, uh, love that. Yeah. Love Andros. Yeah, yeah. Love Sean. So all, all of those. Go ahead, Jesse. I'm sorry. I did say last week that I didn't play the demo myself. I was just going on pieces that I've heard. That's okay. I just got two That's pieces okay. crossed. You don't have to. You don't have to play the demo. We'll we'll just we'll tell you it's Carby in 3D. There you go. We got uh, your back, Jesse. Got yeah. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> and, and just just to echo what Justin said, Andros, Sean Capri, all those people, very quality human beings. Yeah. Yeah, very, for sure. High quality human beings. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's dive into the news right here. Uh, the 2022 World Video Game Hall of Fame finalists have been announced this week. Voting takes place starting today, March 17th through the 24th. The top three vote getters will form one ballot and will join the other ballots submitted by members of the International Selection Advisory Committee. Uh, that committee is comprised of journalists and scholars who are familiar with the history of video games. Uh, and uh, it also says the strong says that the public will have their weight, that will have the weight of one judge. So here is what has been nominated this year. Assassin's Creed, as in the first one, Assassin's Creed. Candy Crush Saga. Okay. Dance Dance Revolution. I was going to say, now owned by Microsoft or will be 
you yeah. know, Candy Crush. It's true. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Minesweeper, <laughs> Miss Pac-Man, NBA Jam, Parappa the Rapper, Resident Evil, Rogue, Sid Meier's Civilization, and Words with Friends. Gentlemen, that is an interesting list. Would y'all agree with that? Yeah, and it was actually yes. hard to pick one yeah. to vote for. Uh, it is not hard to pick one. I, I think it's hard to I pick had, two. I have two that it's hard had, to pick between those wanted, two. That's it. I was. I have three I wanted to vote for. Right. I think Parappa the Rappa, NBA Jam, and Candy Crush Saga, right, Jesse? Miss Pack, Miss Pack oh, no. probably. <laughs> no, 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 I know. I think the thing that this does a really great job in highlighting, and I, and I, I kind of, you know, I know that we're kind of having a bit of a laugh here, but I think the thing that I really like about this is just a diversity. And what I mean by that is how that video games are really for everyone, right? And that they can be everything from an open world Assassin's Creed video game, right? To Minesweeper. These things that are, that are very different. I appreciate that they consider mobile games on equal ground as everything mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Where you can count a number of on one hand how many places will actually treat them equally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Johnny, any of these that stand out for you? Yeah, I'm I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan. Um, that's probably one of my favorite series. Um you know, I was a big Xbox 360 player, and when when Assassin's Creed first came out, it just totally blew my mind. Um, but from a, like a history perspective, I know you called out this Pac-Man, um, but yeah, words with friends and candy crush, like there's no denying how epic and widespread that like phenomenon is and it's still going on today. So mm-hmm. fully has rights to be there. I think it's interesting to, to look at this list. And I, I mean, there's, there's only a couple of them that I can argue with that I would say, okay, no. Those few, and I'm, and by few I mean like one or two. Those few have not had a monumental impact. Uh, like there's, there's so many on this list. What, and, and maybe it's just because I don't like them. I think all of them. Like I, and I will say this: I don't know what Rogue is. I don't at well, all. Rogue. See, that is one of my three that I wanted to pick because it is literally genre defining. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. The is term it a, roguelike. Is it the original roguelike? Yes. yes, that's where the name mm-hmm. comes from. Yep. Okay, so I'm looking. I'm looking this up. When this came out, 1980. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's like like an old DOS based dungeon it's crawler. It's a Unix based mainframe system. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm just reading off the Wikipedia, but it's also known as Rogue Exploring the Dungeons of Doom, uh, and it was different every time you play. So yeah, I mean, like I I totally get that. Uh, I'm drawn toward uh, several of them just because. For me, they were they are games that stick out in my mind as games I would still play, right? Mm-hmm. But but I, I think you're right, Justin. This, this is a great list of everything, right? Yeah. Like there's there's something here that represents every genre. Well, and I and I and I think yeah, as you look at nominations and you know, uh, and here here's the way I'm playing this out in my mind, right? The nominations happen, and like I don't know. Uh, words with friends or candy crush or something like this gets, gets accepted, right. Or, or, or is, or is able to come in. It's going to show up in some like news article that mom and dad are scrolling through Facebook. And then they're like, Oh, well, that's a game that I play. Right. And there might be a moment of like, Oh, well, I guess 
do I identify as a gamer? Are games for me, right? Like I think any time that we think about how games can become more approachable and more people playing them, whether they're mobile phone games, right? Whether they're simple games like Words with Friends or Wordle or any of these, just like these are these are games, right? And we're engaging in community and we're looking for research and answers on Twitter and we're we're connecting with people. All the thing that games do is they bring us together, right? Or they connect us or we take enjoyment out of them. So whether it's a mobile game that seems silly and crazy to an open world adventure game, like, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed that kind of like changed the genre, right. That really, really introduced that idea or something like Ocarina of Time, which for us was all mind blowing. We have, we have memories as children. These are all critical in the narrative of like what video games are in our culture and our society. And and if we want to continue to move the pendulum towards, I'm going to use the word normalizing video games, right? Because you're like, you're a 45 year old man and you're still playing video games. And you're like, yeah. And there's so many of us that do, but, and, and you probably do, but you don't identify as a video game player because you don't have the latest Xbox, but you yeah, have to, your eye, your phone and your iPad who are saying that I would say, and you play Wordle every day. Yeah. But I mean, like, like that's the idea and, is and like, I but, fully expect to see that game. Yeah, end up for on sure. This list but like we, we, we should, road. we shouldn't be pointing fingers, but rather these are no, games no. and these are things that we do. And by the way, you are a gamer, but you don't identify yourself. You don't think you identify yourself in the same way, but to be able to say these games are on the same, like, impact as these other things i think helps to normalize that and helps to bring people in uh tim i see you're wanting to bring in here sir uh no i'm i'm fine yeah, read that wrong completely no, yeah thank you no nope. appreciate you, we appreciate just, you. <laughs> so, no, so actually, does anybody else have any comments about these games or or one let, let's just say this which one do you hope wins i'll, I'll just say i had three games in mind you know obviously ocarina of time because of the, i'm a nintendo fan you know, we already talked about Rogue, and the other one is Minesweeper because that was a game that I played the hell out of back in the Windows 3.1 and Windows 95 days. Okay, and Bowden, what about you? Yeah, I, I'm uh, in the Miss Pac-Man camp. Okay. Yep, same here, Miss Pac-Man. Because the mm. game that the game whose origins yep. is a, a a ROM hack of Pac-Man, an unauthorized <laughs> ROM ROM hack. Yeah. Just but I, I can also appreciate Rogue, obviously being, yeah. uh, you know, the defining uh, yeah. game of, of a genre. Thank <laughs> so. you, Rogue, for Enter the Gungeon. Yes. Yeah. Justin, what about you? You know, it sounds funny. I'm going to say Candy Crush. Uh, and I'm going to say mm. that because my wife is like addicted to Candy Crush. This is her game that she goes to every single day. It's one of the things that like we're watching something stupid on TV and she's crushing it. And that's her like release. So I hope that does well. My son has recently picked up this game, which is interesting. I was like, the other day, he's sitting there, and I'm like, dude, are you playing Candy Crush? He's like, you don't judge me. <laughs> I was like, I'm not judging you. I just think it's like, sounds like a teenager. So, sounds like he's the one doing the judging. Yeah, uh, th- this may surprise some people and listeners of the show, but for me, I want NBA Jam to win. Mm. Because NBA Jam, for me, NBA Jam was the first sports game that made sports fun to play. Nice. And I think yeah. I think that it had a um, it had a very genre breaking, you know, genre defying appeal to it. Like I still if you ask me today, hey, man, you want to play a game of NBA Jam? Yes, absolutely. I'm going to play hey, it because I've got a question for you, Marty. It's accessible and it's fun. Yes. Is it the shoes? 
<laughs> Come the on. Shoes, the shoes in NBA Jam were stellar. That, that, that's what the, 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 the announcer goes. Is it the shoes? Oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, see, I never, I, I, I totally flew over my head. I, all I remember is boom, shakalaka. You yeah, know, you like you're breaking the glass. You know, you, I also remember that from the like, minute that you press start and put your initials in, it was how quick can I get to the Chicago Bulls? Right? Because Jordan and Pippen, mm-hmm. and yeah. that's it. How quick can I get to the – and then they had the NBA Jam Tournament Edition that came out a little bit after that, and they changed the yeah. roster, and it was – it was. I think that was like the beginning of the the real – to your point, though, Marty, I think that was really one of the like – the kickoffs to the, the, the current with the way we look at sports games. Yeah. Right. Like it really helped kind of make it a little bit more fun, make it a little bit more off, you know, kind of. Um, well, sports games up to that point had been very, um, in, in, they were either very limited like Tecmo Bowl. Like, it, you know, Tecmo Bowl is a great game, but it's like, it's two buttons, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably what makes it so good. Right. Uh, it was either very limited or very simish. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's very technical. And this has nothing to do with that. It's like, can you fly through the air and helicopter dunk on, you know, Michael Jordan and break the glass backboard while fire is shooting out of your fists? And you're, and oh, oh, and by the way, you, you if you put the right code in, you're also Scorpion for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Right. So, so many much. quarters, so many quarters. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so I, I, like, I would love that to win. I think, I, but but I think this, I think Ocarina Time is going to win it. I really do. I think it's like the kind of like the easy softball pick, but I think that like it's it's won so much, right? Of course, yeah. it could be, we, they could surprise us and it could be. It's crazy. Games. It's crazy to think like something like Assassin's Creed is in that list now. Like, and, and, yeah. and not from a like a, Wow, that is doesn't deserve it because I think it does, but more like that still feels like young, if that makes yeah, sense in relation to the other games. Years old, yeah, that we're talking about. I think, yeah, like, yeah. that's still PS3 era, right? Mm-hmm. The original. Yeah. I also think it's interesting on that note, Justin, that Parappa the Rappa is in there, like representing uh, and Dance Dance Revolution, all representing rhythm games, yeah, but no Guitar Hero. Hasn't because Hero because here, even... and maybe it has, but here's the thing: like Parappa has always seemed to me like a very niche mm-hmm. title. Like it, mm-hmm. like you, you people either really, really love it or they really, really hate it. Like it, it's it's weird. But Parappa Rap Parappa the Rappa was just kind of before the whole rhythm music game. Yeah, it was PlayStation One. Yeah, like it, it it kind of like it wasn't it wasn't in that like hey look it's it's rock band or guitar hero mode, but it was just a little bit before that that may have in some way kind of actually like been the the seed of that kind of that 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 premise a little bit. I could make the same argument for Ocarina of Time and the flute, right? So potentially. Sure, sure. Well, we're going to be getting our inductees ready for the Nintendo Dads Video Game Hall of Fame as well coming up. So stay tuned for that. Also, just want to pass this along. It's 945 Central Time and the Mario Kart 8 DLC is still not available. <laughs> it's okay. Excellent. Excellent. It's okay. That's why I'm still focused. Uh, a couple other things that we wanted to mention this week is three new Sega Genesis games were added to the Nintendo Switch Online expansion pack out of the blue. Uh, and no, it's not Sonic 1. I, I still don't understand <laughs> Sonic 1's not on there. Uh, Light Crusader, Alien Soldier, and Super Fantasy Zone uh, have been added to uh, Genesis. This happened Wednesday night, like last night, just out of the blue. It's like, hey, yeah, by the way, there's three new games. Yeah, and I that came was the dinner and saw like 
Twitter feed spam it. Yeah. Spammed it. And and that is the first update to the Genesis app since it launched. October. It's the first new games. So when did when did we get these last November? Correct. It was either I think it was late October or November. Late October, November. So uh, Nintendo sixty four has gotten a lot more love than this, and I will tell you that I have never played Light Crusader. <laughs> I've never played Alien Soldier, but I'm super excited for Super Fantasy Zone. That was always a game that I wanted to play when I was a kid. I don't know why. It was like I would see it in EGM or I would see it in Game Pro. Super Fantasy Zone, Zone sounds like an inappropriate part of a video store. <laughs> Super Have you been in the Super Zone. Fantasy Zone again? Get up here. Right? With the, with we are the, reading Forrest Gump again, and you are going to like it. Exactly. With the shady kind of saloon doors, and people are walking by it. <laughs> the curtain that falls down. Yeah, uh, for sure. It's just a shower and you're trying to, um, you're trying to nonchalantly look over there when you're a kid or something. Yeah. You know, Super Fantasy there. Zone. I'm going to be honest with you. My, uh, <laughs> To my knowledge, my video store growing up, Video Vision, by the way, uh, in Dixon, Tennessee, which is long gone now, but is the place where I discovered Earthbound because they got it. And the racks that they put their games in, uh, it, they would put the boxes in there. And the box, you know, was gigantic because it came with the strategy guide. So mm-hmm. it wouldn't fit. And they were like, what are we going to do with this game? There's no way we can rent it out. So, but, And they, like, my dad and the owner knew each other. So they would let me try games before they put them out on the shelf sometimes. And they're like, do you just want to buy it? And I was like, uh, yes. And they sold it to me for 30 bucks. Nice. nice. Wow. Nice. Uh, yeah. They were just like, kind of like, we're, we're recouping our money. But uh, <laughs> that is video vision is not where I discovered uh, the adult section, it is where I discovered my love for pro wrestling because I rented SummerSlam 1993 Undertaker versus or no, 94 Undertaker versus Undertaker. They had the video and I was like, oh, I want to see this. Sorry. I had no clue who any other people were that I rented it. Sorry. Was that, was that in the adult section? No. No, oh, I thought that's—I thought that was where your in, story went. You went. It was in like, the pro wrestling section, okay. Justin. <laughs> I was like, I said, I just—I didn't discover the adult section. Uh, I discovered my love I, for pro wrestling. Sorry, I thought you, you said. I, I heard. I I heard you say I discovered it in the adult section, and I was like, No, that's what man, it they are like putting. They, they are different kind of wrestling, and they are putting those videos way wrong. <laughs> uh, and that's a spicy take. Uh, <laughs> yes. Also. Uh, this week, we learned that Monster Hunter Rise, uh, the Sunbreak DLC, will be released on June 30th. There will also be an upcoming Monster Hunter presentation. Uh, or was that during the presentation? That was during was the during. presentation. That was during the presentation. Yeah. That was during the, the presentation. presentation. Was Sorry. Uh, yeah. And we got new uh, I don't pay too. to it because I don't like those games. Uh, but anyway, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak DLC is coming June 30th. It's going to be a very substantial update to Monster Hunter Rise. Um, and uh, yeah, it's out there. It's coming. Uh, and there was just a, you could have just tried Monster Hunter for a solid week and seen if you liked it. But now, not anymore. They they got you. They got you. Uh, it's like, oh, you could have tried it. But now there's new stuff coming out. Uh, um, yeah. So anyway, that's all our news for this week. It's um, pretty, pretty light. Pretty light. Uh, let's take a break and hear from our sponsors. Hey, folks, big thanks to our sponsors, Manscaped, who continues to support Nintendo Dads. Now, ladies and gentlemen, March Madness is here right now. Now, not everyone can have a perfect bracket, but you can have 
a perfect set of balls this tournament season with our sponsorship today with Manscaped, the leaders in below the waist grooming that have just launched the ultimate premium collection to give you the total championship hygiene routine. After sweating out the games, make sure you lather up head to toe with this all-in-one skin and hair care kit to have your body and balls smelling final four fresh. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our, with our exclusive offer. Go over to manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Again, that is NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. This is a Cinderella story you're not going to want to miss. I'm going to tell you guys, Manscaped sent me over some more um, gear recently, some more body wash, some yeah, more. I was going to say thanks to Manscaped for sending yeah. us over. Some yeah, they always stuff. send us great stuff. I literally, I literally, a couple of days ago, I was, you know, everyone has their morning routine, right? So I hit the shower and I'm using like literally the Manscaped body wash and I was using the two-in-one shampoo and I got out, right? And put on some ball deodorant, put on some, uh, some uh, under the arm deodorant. And I looked around and I was like, if Manscaped had toothpaste and hair gel, my mm-hmm. morning would have been completely Manscaped locked in. Yeah. Uh, so those are the only two products that I use for my routine that are not Manscaped uh, products. But I absolutely, absolutely love them. Uh, and I think you will, too, guys, guys, folks. Again, yeah. so I was going to say this is the brand new um, ultra premium collection. Mm-hmm, they sent us mm-hmm, over. Mm-hmm. It's body wash, shampoo and conditioner, body spray, yep. deodorant and three lip balms, which mm-hmm. the lip balms are really, really good. Yeah. Tim, Tim already knew that. He'd been using those for a while. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I, you can get I, all that for $45, which is yeah. actually 60, almost like a $65 value. And if you use our code, even more. Yeah. So, Justin, what, what's that code? Nindads, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. Big thanks to Manscaped for their continued support of Nintendo Dads, allowing us the ability to do this kind of crazy dumpster fire of a show that we do. So, thank you, Manscaped. Back to you, uh, Jesse. We got a quick uh, breaking news from Nintendo Pals saying that, let's put the scroll off, Hogwarts Legacy has been confirmed for Switch on their website. What? 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 Really? Hold up. I'm heading um, to the website so right if that's, now. If that ends up being not correct, you know who to blame. <laughs> um, actually, Andros. Hang on. Hang on. I've got it. It's coming up right now. Um... Nintendo Switch logo at the bottom of the page. PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, Nintendo any, Switch, and PC. Any cloud-based asterisks in that? or uh, uh, At this oh, point, no. going to have to be. At this point, no. But yeah, if you, if you saw that footage from it today, it's probably I did. going to be. Yeah. It looks amazing. I've been um, I've been really looking forward to that one uh too. And I I've jokingly told my wife, I said, out of all the Sony games that that would make me buy it, whatever comes first, like God of War, Ragnarok, or Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> Honestly, it looks really cool on there. When you know, when they showed the initial like reveal of this way back when, the, mm-hmm. like my wife was watching that and she looked at me and she's like, Okay, you can get a PS5. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is gonna this is gonna have to be cloud. Mm-hmm. There is yeah, no way. There's, there's no, way. no way there. Yeah, it looks that. But that's why I'm. We're, I'm I thought that's why we were all surprised. Like, why it's coming? So to this show, is. It's got to um, be cloud. For game. those of you who are wondering what this is, it's kind of a prequel to the Harry Potter universe set in the 1800s. Um, it's basically Harry Potter meets Bully. 
if you've ever played that Rockstar mm-hmm. game, Bully, okay. mm-hmm. uh, you are you you get to make decisions that are going to change who you are. You get to pick your house. Uh, you learn spells, uh, potions, grow plants. You can tend to beasts. You can fight. You get sorted into a house. Uh, relationships and master skills. And yeah, it's going to be epic. I can't wait for this game. Very Nintendo, surprised. Nintendo Everything Very Twitter surprised. already has a tweet saying Hogwarts Legacy Switch pre orders are on sale for 5207 on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. Um, it's, it's, y'all, this is holiday 2022. That's yeah, what they said. Cart, yeah. that's, if, if it's on a cart, it's not going to be stream. Wow. There's, it's, uh, can I, can we just go ahead and say very lovingly as Nintendo fans, it's going to be severely compromised. If you, oh, yeah, yeah, if you want to play, if you want the, the full experience of this game, you need to play it somewhere else. I'll be playing on PS5. If it's the only place to play, then go play it there. Yeah, for oh, sure, yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unless I, well, let me, let me back up and say, or this. Re, re, let the reviews come out first. Yes. Or, if you prefer to play it on the go, which is mm-hmm. very tempting. Yeah, that's true. If it if it's passable and playable and still fun, then uh, I'm almost willing to sure. play it on the Switch as well. Sure. So, I, uh, cro- well, especially especially cross progression. If it has the ability to cross save, if I can play it on my Switch, and then if I'm home sitting on the couch and want to play it and can you know, play my Xbox or play it on my Xbox or on the PlayStation. I, I, I'll buy it. I'll buy it twice. If I, I am going to, I'm going to make two potential predictions. Prediction number one, this will inevitably actually be a cloud game, despite what Amazon's box listing currently says. All right. Uh, number two, if it's not a cloud game, this games are going to get delayed for mm. Nintendo switch. It will come out on every other platform and you will see a tweet eight weeks beforehand saying we are excited to announce that this game is going to come out, blah, blah. We're excited for fans to say it. However, the Nintendo switch version requires additional time to process. That is hello. Uh, life is strange. Uh, uh-huh. Yep. That's exactly it. So if it does indeed be a cartridge, it's going to be delayed. If it's not a cartridge, yeah, like, where, where is that by the way? Uh, life is strange. They, True Colors is out, right? True Colors is out, but it was yep. it was delayed by almost six months mm-hmm. for cartridge version. And remember, the actual um, you could get it in December, but you couldn't get it on cart until February, right? Yep. But the, but the the, the remastered uh, trilogy or two got delayed. Is delayed and, and it's still it's I out there think, with Fall Guys yeah. hanging out in the in limbo, hanging out with Fall line. Guys in Outer Wilds. Like, oh, yeah, maybe. Um, the Amazon so, page so, has a placeholder date, so we don't know when it's going to come out. Okay. This this is interesting, too, because, again, I was saying this when they first showed it, that it seemed like it was going to be, to me, the way it was being presented was going to be PlayStation 5 only. But now that I think of it, I think it was supposed to be also coming to Xbox. But I thought it was supposed to be next gen only, at least. So I was like, that's what would get me a PS5, yeah. is between yeah, well, that the, and the, Ragnarok. The Amazon page shows Twitch. PlayStation 5, not 4, but Xbox One and Series X. Yeah. So, and on their site, on their site, it does PS4. Yes. Okay. So now because it says that, then it's like, okay, then why do I need need to get a PS5 again for? John, you interested in this thing? 
absolutely going to play this. I love Harry Potter. Read all the books. I actually re- mm. recently watched the uh, most recent um, Beasts movie. I forget the exact. There's name a new of it. one coming out. Very yeah, soon. there's a new one coming out soon, which reminded me I hadn't seen that second one. So, yeah, I love everything Harry Potter. So, totally playing this. Yeah. I want to point out a game that we missed during the game updates. Uh, this was announced this week on the Xbox Indie stream, but it's also coming to Switch. Did you guys see WrestleQuest? Yes. yes. That okay. was amazing. <laughs> Turn-based RPG based on 80s and 90s WWE wrestling. You play as yep. Macho Man Randy Savage. I or or can, Jake the Snake. I saw Jake or, the Snake in there, Well, too. Jake the Snake, I think he's like a supporting character, right? Yeah. And Andre the Giant... I cannot wait for this game. Right. Like all the, all the moves that you're doing are like actual wrestling moves on the enemies. Uh, And it's, Oh, it looks crazy. The the video for this dropped and somebody tweeted me or texted me and they were like, yeah, have you seen this? You need to go watch right now. What's that? I think that was me, but I don't remember. I think so. (laughs) I think it was. And like, uh, at first, I was like, oh, man, it's just Xbox. And then it is coming to Switch. So uh, it's supposed to be, uh, from what I read, somewhere day and date with Switch. It's coming this summer. There's no official date for it. So, again, a placeholder. But uh, this is one that I'm I'm going to be setting some some time aside for. That's going to be uh, a lot I, of fun. Yes. A lot of fun. Yes, I it gave me a big, uh, like, golf story vibes, at least from mm. the presentation. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, the presentation yeah, did, did have so a too. lot of art that looked golf story ish mm-hmm. or I also caught like a scribble knots vibe in some of it. But oh yeah. Maybe that's, um, Hey, we've got a question to discuss. So Jesse, why don't you hit that music? All right, guys. So here is the question. So would you rather, I have a feeling this comes from Tim. Uh, am I right? <laughs> Yes, I you, you it always come too. up with good questions. I like I this. posted it to a lot of uh, our podcasting friends and our own family of podcasts. So, OK, uh, so it's our, turn now. Yes. it's our turn. Uh, so it, here it is. Would you rather and John, we're going to start with you. All right. Sure. Uh, you're the guest. So we start with you. Would you rather go back in time and play one game with your kid self? And if so, which game, what system or. Would you rather go back in time and show off a system to your kid self? If so, what system, what year, how old would you be? So interestingly enough, for my recent podcast tour, I've already answered this on RetroLogic a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> but um, I will stick to my guns with my answer. And it was going back uh, with my kid self and playing a game uh, with them, not showing them something more, more modern. Um, and the reason being is to kind of relive that nostalgic like moment first person. Mm. Um, I think that I would just get a lot of enjoyment with that. I, part of me thinks if I, if I brought back the switch, would I just be setting myself up for 20 years of disappointment? <laughs> 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 but um, yeah, so, so I'd probably go back and it, it probably would either be like super Mario world the year I got that for, for Christmas or uh, legend of Zelda Ocarina of time. Um, but I'll go Zelda because I think that it is uh, one of my favorite games. So I'll go with the wow. Legend of Zelda. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Uh, Jesse, what about you? Go back in time and play one game or go back in time and show a system? 
So, you know, I don't like to play multiplayer games now. And, and even as a kid, I didn't care for multiplayer games. So I would choose to show off a new system to my kid self. But, you know, I grew up Atari and television, NES. So I've seen the evolution of game consoles from the be- damn near the beginning. So, uh, like, N64, you know, maybe even super, later Super Nintendo, I thought, you know, these these graphics, how, how can graphics get any better than this, right? So, go back in time, show them the Matrix experience demo on, a, on Xbox Series X and say, oh, no, you've got a ways to go, man. it's a good answer I like it Justin I think I would rather go hang out with myself and play some two player games together and just kind of watch and just also kind of be like hey you know this thing that you're sort of kind of being nerdy about and people are picking on you about and kind of seems a bit weird yeah it's gonna it's gonna be all right. gonna turn out okay it's going to turn out okay for you and you're going to have a bit of fun with it. So, you know, you be you and just lean into it a bit more. Also, here's the cheat code for Konami. Right. That's, that's kind of what I would probably what I would do. Probably what I would do. Also, here are five games. That I think you should purchase right now. I don't care how much you have in your allowance. You need to go buy these games um, and you can't sell them. Never you just hold on to them, hold on to them. And in 2022, you and I go and be millionaires, son. Um, so also <laughs> quick news update, ladies and gentlemen, it is nine o'clock and Mario Kart is not out. So 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock, not out, not out. Unless, can you guys check on your own side? Cause my side, I don't know if it's maybe just verify, just verify. Sure. I'll check on that. It's not out. <laughs> I hate you so much. I'm checking the Eastern. Neither in Canada or America is Mario Kart DLC out. For those who didn't get the joke, I we discussed on pre-show that I do not own the game, so obviously (laughs) I can't check that. Does not check. And that that was a pretty hilarious uh, conversation too. Of course you don't. Um, It's like anyway. um, Yeah, we just talked about that five minutes ago. Jesse, it's very on brand for you. I'm Mm -hmm, not going to lie; it's mm -hmm. it's totally on brand, Tim. What about yes. you? Uh, go back in time and play uh, with kid or show off the system. I would go back and show off the system. And the reason being is because my family is the reason why I I love technology because it uh, wasn't just, you know, parents and stuff like that, but it was my grandparents who were heavily into technology and would my grandpa would come home because he was an engineer. He would come home with a lot of the latest and greatest stuff because he needed it for work, or at least that that's what he told my grandma, I think. So, but, <laughs> but he would totally have the, what he told her. Yeah. He would come back. He would have like the, he had the, he was, he was the first person I saw with a car phone that you got in the bag, you know, that, yeah. you would sit in, that would be in the center of the car or whatever. Um, and then so on and so forth from there, just, you know, the cameras, the laptops, the, um, the uh, the big huge uh, projection TV things you know that took up big space in your room <laughs> so or in their in their family room so but I um, one of the things that I really liked as I got older that he would get he was getting into was a lot of the handheld stuff like iPacks I don't know if anybody remembers those those were like the um, HP's uh, Palm Pilot 
competitor 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 devices, uh, but uh, Palm Pilots as well, all those kind of things. And the Palm Pilot, yes. So I always thought those were cool, and that's why I always loved handheld technology. So I would go back and show the Nintendo Switch to my younger self, um, in you know, like thirteen and fourteen years old, uh, and just show off. Look, this is. You thought Game Boys were awesome, you know, and Game Boy Pocket was awesome when it got smaller and the Game Boy Color and all that. But just wait, wait until you carry the console with you, you know, playing this Mario Kart, you know, on this thing and then being able to connect it to the TV. So that to me would would blow my mind and just, you know, be awesome. <laughs> What I'm sorry, I'm hearing people in the background pick Mario Kart tracks. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I think my answer for this is gonna be um and it's gonna be it's gonna be to go back in time and play a game with my kid self. Um, but it's gonna be for a different reason. Uh and one of the one of the reasons is this. Um it's easy for us to go through our kid years uh like that and not really uh have an awareness of how we were during that time, like what, how we came across and, and different things like that. I would love to go back and see how much of my son is like me. Oh yeah. From that day, from that, from that time, I, I have uh, suspected that if you've been listening to the show for, for any piece of time, you know, that um, my son's on the autism spectrum uh, I have have wondered and, and and questioned a lot of times if that some of the issues we've dealt with with him uh, is also things that were not caught in me when I was little because they didn't you just didn't talk about that then or it wasn't diagnosed like that then uh, and so I, I I would love to see because I remember being the kid who I could not understand in fifth grade, why everybody didn't want to read Nintendo power in their free time. Right. I just couldn't, I couldn't (laughs) fathom. Why would you not want, like, why would you not like video games? Weirdo, you know, like, and it was all I talked about. It was all I thought about. And I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, look, I, I almost failed fifth grade because I was tracing pictures of Mega Man out of Nintendo power on, on tracing paper. Like, you had your I, you had your priorities set. You had right. to trace I that. Mean, like <laughs> I had, but you know, some kids like get like knives confiscated or toy, you know, or whatever. I got Nintendo Power magazines taken away from me at elementary school. That's that was me. And your so, story I, like, reminds me of a story uh, from my elementary. I, I at one point I got a subscription to Family Computing magazine, but before I got my own subscription, I would check out the magazines in, in our school library as I was like in fourth or fifth grade. And I got to the point when I would actually put in a request to reserve for when the next issue came in before it came in. So I, would I totally it. get it. Yeah. I, totally I, remember, I remember sharing an EGM in science class because it was talking about um, uh, the new super Nintendo uh, that Nintendo was going to come out with to compete with the Genesis. And I was like, totally saving money for that. (laughs) I'll tell you guys that one of my greatest regrets of being a gamer, uh, is the, that I had an entire, uh, like the entire run of Nintendo power magazines that I had 
from the 80s and early 90s in like a, a, a coffee table that opened up. And one day I was like, ah, I just don't need these anymore and put them on yeah. the garbage yeah. sack. Yeah. Them I had the set somewhere too, and I don't know what happened Same. to it. I, it was in a toy yeah. chest my grandfather built for and, me. And guys, I'm talking like mm. EGM magazines from when they like revealed the Super Nintendo when they were saying like it's coming oh, yeah. and it's going to yeah. have the four button controller and it's going to be yellow, green, blue, and red. You know, it's it, like the, they're showing the prototype of Super Mario, uh, Super Mario 4 at that time. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Like yeah. I, oh, I remember yeah. I would just take them and I would obsess over them. I would just, I knew when games were coming out, I knew what was like, they're, de- oh, they're developing super C for the, <laughs> or operation C, whatever the Contra sequel was called. Uh, you know, I, I knew all about it because I had those magazines. I read them constantly. It was, they were what I did. Um, so, uh, yeah, I would, I would want to go back and, and for the game, uh, y'all know what game I'm going back and playing. You know what it's going to be. 1988 or 89. It's going to be Mega. It's either going to be Mega Man 2 or Super Mario 3. It's one of those two. Like, and I don't even have to play it. Okay. Like, I would just want to sit and watch. Like, that first moment, those first moments of discovery. That, yeah. They're like, that, that's for me, those were life defining moments. Like, when you feel like, I'm, I've got this far in this game. I still, I will never forget the day that, that y'all, and this is deep, this is Marty deep dive right here. I'll never forget the day that I called and got my dad out of a meeting, uh, a, a high level meeting at his office uh, to tell him that Dr. Wiley was an alien and, and that I, that's I, important. I, and, yeah. Like, there, I was there like, you I are made with it all the way to the end of, <laughs> I made it to the end of Mega Man 2 and they found out Dr. Wiley is an alien. And I haven't beat him yet, but I'm going to. Yeah. He was like, why did you call me? <laughs> Same thing we do now with our kids when they dro- drone on about Minecraft for five hours, right? It's like, yeah. why, why? I don't nope. care. I don't care that there's an axolotl in Minecraft. Please. Hush. <laughs> uh, awesome question, Tim. Awesome question. We would love to know your answers out there. Uh, so tweet us or email us. Let us know which would you rather do. Go back and play a game with your kid's self or go back and show them a system and blow their minds. Uh, and set them up for future disappointment. With that being said, let's talk about some events. Tim, tell them. The dinner table. Of course, it comes tomorrow night, third Friday of the month. Our community gets together at the virtual dinner table. Uh, and we get together and talk about whatever's on everybody's minds. And, you know, there's times where we we think we're not going to be talking about much, but then we end up up until four o'clock in the morning. And <laughs> so but no, it's uh, this week is uh, this a month is going to be a show and tell uh, get together. Essentially, I thought it would be cool if everybody could get together and just kind of show off any of their um cool things they might have in gaming or collectibles or whatever they, they can get on and show off their kid if they want to, you, you know, I don't care. Uh, so, but I thought it would be fun to get together and do that kind of thing. And plus I think we're going to be talking about some uh, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi too in speculating about that. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, again, it's every third Friday of the month at 10 PM and that would be 10 PM eastern daylight time just this month so make sure you got your clocks right and uh 
Plus, we'll probably be playing some Mario Kart in the background, so I wouldn't be surprised yep. if we're doing that too. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, people have already been talking about that. I wish I could join in with this one. Um, this weekend is my daughter's um, ballet, and so I'm going to be tied down. Yeah, I, it's. I know it's tough Wonderful. for I mean, some like, people on Friday. I say nights. that like it's it's going to be like, oh, I'm tied down. I just hate this. Now I'm excited for her. Right. It's got, you got to be an extremely you got your priorities. long weekend. It's going to be <laughs> yes. an extremely long weekend this weekend. So, yep. Yeah. And to get on uh, our disc on the, uh, at the dinner table, essentially, all you got to do is be a subscriber to Twitter, uh, excuse me, Twitch or our uh, Patreon. Um, so it's literally cheaper right now than going out to eat. You can it's come cheaper to the than gas. Table. <laughs> oh my gosh don't even get me started with that i, well, I wish i was one my, of those work from home people right now my, my son filled his first tank yesterday it was funny he goes it's 40 dollars <laughs> right you know yep. can, 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 can i just give a shout out real quick to moms and dads who have kids our age and they're still doing nice things for you i went up to see my dad for his birthday last weekend and he was like son do you need a tank of gas and i said Yes, I do. <laughs> I would be glad yes. to have that. I would be glad to have th yeah. uh, th that. And he took me to the gas station and he took the liquid gold tap down and put it in and didn't ask for anything. You know what That's we got awesome. him for his birthday? You know what he wanted for his birthday? There's another slice of life, deep dive Marty family thing here. Uh, we got him a Waffle House gift card. Wow. Nice. I see some judgy looks there. I'm not gonna no, lie. No, that's awesome. I'm judging. I wish there was a Waffle House near me. <laughs> I don't know what a Waffle uh, House is. One. Okay, I'm so myself, Waffle House, Justin. When you house. think of like when you when you look at a, a or when you're watching a movie or a show and they have like a greasy spoon diner. Yeah, it's a chain of greasy spoon diners uh, okay. in America. They're 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 is it kind of like IHOP? Uh, it's no. There's a it's little, like a step down from IHOP. Look, Oh, okay. A waffle house is a place where you can go and get a waffle and some eggs and stuff, but you may also see a drug deal or a fight mm. while you're there. Uh, yeah. And you, you will probably be called honey mm. by the waitress or mm. waiter, mm -hmm. you know, I would uh, so go there and sit at the counter and have a good yes. breakfast. Yeah. And let me tell you this, Justin, this, this is for real information right here. FEMA, the federal emergency management agency in the United States when they judge how bad a, 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 a meteorological, meteorological disaster is going to be or a natural disaster, they have a secret scale. This has been confirmed. Secret scale called the Waffle House Index. And it's literally, did Waffle House close or not? <laughs> if Waffle House closed, then it's bad. Okay. All Seriously. Right. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not a fan of the restaurant as much, but the youngest daughter loves it. So we'll go occasionally for her. And, you know, Thanksgiving afternoon, we want to eat something, but, but before our big meal. It's not turkey. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. But all the other restaurants are closed because it's Thanksgiving. Not no, Waffle House. Not Waffle House. They're open. Hmm. There's, okay. Their employees hmm. don't get to enjoy Thanksgiving so that you, you don't have to eat leftovers. <laughs> we're gonna right. take walmart and gamestop got the idea but yeah listen listen a waffle house is a fantastic place sometimes confused with but not equal to huddle house 
What's Huddle? Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to ask this question. No, a huddle, house, a huddle House is like the same thing. It's just called, there were two different chains. Oh, do they huddle also house sell waffles? Waffle house. Hmm. Hmm? Does Huddle House also sell waffles? They sell the same thing. Hmm. It's just hmm. Huddle House and Waffle House. And I've like seen Carl both. Jr.'s and Hardy's. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like <laughs> that, but they're not owned by the same people. Carl's Jr. and Hardy's, same people. Huddle yeah. House, Waffle House, two different. So it sounds it sounds like for and for this will be a great cut for our uh, for our UK fans, our EU fans. Sounds like Lidl, Lit, and Aldi, which are literally the same shopping marks markets uh, that were owned by like brothers owned one company, and they decided to have a falling out. So the other brother said, "Fine, I'm going to create my own shopping market," and it was the exact same shopping market, um, like. Everything we, is the exact same. We we have Aldi too. That's where we yeah, go. We okay, we don't okay. Have so Lidl is Lidl is the other one, which is like they're identical. They're identical. identical. See, I was told that the brother owned Trader Joe's. I don't know if the brother owned Trader Joe's for sure, but yeah, That's like what that I was. Heard. But yeah, in, Lidl anyway, and Aldi. Mario Kart DLC still not out. Let's uh, let's move on and talk about <laughs> Jesse's Pokemon. Do we have to? Pika Pika Pikachu. I hate you all. The Lush Jungle event will start on March 22nd at 10 a.m. through March 29th at 8 p.m. local time. Cottony will be appearing more often in the wild in parks from March 26th at 10 a.m. through March 27th at 8 p.m. local time. For the first time in Pokemon Go, Cottony can be shiny. Fomantis, the Sicklegrass Pokemon, and Lorantis, the Bloom Sickle Pokemon, will make their debuts in Pokemon Go. The guardian deity of Akala Island, Tapu Lele, will also make its debut in five-star raids. That is all of the Pokemon Go news for the week. Robo Jesse, That's what I yes. wanted it to sound like last that time. Was that was amazing. So I love it. And I, and I had the wrong ending queued up, but that's the right ending. I love it. With that being said, let's talk about what we've been playing, shall we? Before we start, I think Justin looks like he might have comments on what he just heard. First, what was the first line the robot said? Something about a lush jungle. I just really oh. think we should have transitioned off of that to Manscaped Dads. I think that was the first thing. <laughs> yeah, that it's, really it's called the lush mind. jungle event. Called the lush jungle edition. Yeah, I was like, I felt like we should have transitioned off of that for the Manscaped ad. I wish I, I wonder, oh can, can we have Robo Jesse read a Manscaped ad sometime? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> can we tailor a Manscaped ad to Robo Jesse? Yes, yes. Oh I think, my I think gosh. We should, uh, we should work on Robo Jesse. I do for that. not have. <laughs> oh, <laughs> although I am not anatomically correct. Uh, anyway, body wow. wash is great for uh, Hambo Johnny, you know the drill here. We um, we let our guests go first and talk about what they've been playing. It does not have to be Nintendo related because mine's not going to be very much oh, uh, this week. Uh, so let it rip, Tater Chip. What you been oh, playing? Great, I love it. I love being a Tater Chip. Uh, so much going yes, on there. So I've got a uh, I've got a, a few games this week that I've kind of just bounced in and out of. So. Um, I tried F zero X. Um, I don't think I played that back in the day on N 64. So I played a few races of that. That was pretty fun. We'll see if I go back to it. Um, now that Mario carts out, maybe not yet, <laughs> but, uh, I have been playing some Mario Kart waiting. 
just uh just uh you know get myself back and, and used to used to the game the controls so just like riding a bike love that game so excited for the uh the dlc to drop any minute now maybe um checking you know i'm, I'm checking again yeah come on tim let's <laughs> let's make it happen i i'm still still playing mario golf here and there um that's that's the one cart that i keep in my my switch when i don't have anything else going on so i played uh played shell top sanctuary the other night just uh before bed type of thing um yeah i don't think i'll ever stop playing that game until the next mario golf comes out um, i have a feeling about that too <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> tim because of you i'm i'm still playing retro bowl um so yeah i, I popped in when you nice. were kind of showing off that game a few uh well probably over a month ago at this point yeah um i, I i've played 18 seasons of retro bowl. So I'm like super deep into retro bowl. I've, I've done all the achievements. I've, um, you know, won my 10 retro bowls with San Francisco, my favorite team. So now I've, I've left San Francisco and taken a job with the New York jets and, uh, trying to, to bring them, congratulations. uh, Yeah. Bring them to to the promised (laughs) land from the land of obscurity. (laughs) Right. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm, I'm loving that game. It's super fun. I also saw the um, there was a quick clip that I think Nintendo dropped the other day about Kirby in the Forgotten Land in terms of you're, you can do like a dodge and a flurry attack with the sword. So I popped back in there to try to do it and I couldn't figure out how to get that done. I don't know if you guys have, have attempted that or, or played the Kirby demo since, but yeah, I don't know if it was because I went back in with the upgraded power ups or what, but um, yeah. Anyway, wasn't successful, but anyway, that's that game's fun. I'm looking forward to it next week. Um, but the other game I played this week uh, was a, a first look I did for you guys, Ash Walkers. Um, so that was pretty fun. Um, not something I typically would play, but uh, you know, gave it a shot. Um, it was a uh, survival story-based game. Um, really cool presentation, black and white, um, which kind of leads into the theme because um, it's a post-apocalyptic um, like story where, uh, I guess there was some sort of volcanic disaster. Um, uh, and there's like little segments of, of clans here and there, and you're trying to traverse the land, um, maintain your four party members. Um, and, and the story elements were actually probably my favorite part of that. Um, how you can have decisions to kind of go left or right. And, um, you know, like one of them was, do you want to go left and where you see, uh, like large animal footprints, or do you going to want to go right where there seems to be some sort of civilization, um, so I think there's like a lot of replayability with that. Um, and the survival piece of things, um, you had to maintain their, their food, their warmth and their health. Um, so it wasn't too deep in terms of systems. So it was a nice blend, uh, of, of what they kind of had there. So it was, it was fun. I'll probably keep playing that here and there. John, did you uh, ever play, um, the long dark? I have not played the long okay. dark. Okay. I was wondering, cause it sounds, sounds very familiar or, or very similar. It's, it's again, a survival, it's a survival uh, game where you're in a plane and you're heading up North actually takes place in, in Canada, Northern Canada, the plane crashes, and then you have to survive. Right. And, and long dark, cause obviously the, the darkness in the winter there and it's surviving your, it's managing your heat. You're, you're staying warm, your food, mm-hmm. trying not to bleed out like this kind of real individualized survival of trying to manage all those elements. So just curious if it was comparable, but it sounds like there might be some pieces there. This now Ash Walker is a team of several people, right? It's team. Yeah. You're a team of four, four different people. Um, Yeah. So it seemed seemed interesting. There's 34 different endings I I read. So 
yeah, so it's it's very deep, and I think every decision you make has sort of an impact on on where you end up. So um, it sounds like you can finish the game too if if not everybody survives. I think you just have to have one person survive. Um, but I'm sure that that you know leads into the uh, the different endings and whatnot that you could have. Hmm. Um, but Very where cool. I've been spending most of my time over the last two weeks is with Elden Ring. I am deep, deep into Elden Ring, about 40 hours in. Um, I think that's about halfway through the game. And I am getting my you-know-what kicked, like, constantly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know how so many times I've seen that you die. Can you, can, can you scale this? Because I'm not going to play this game. I've already yeah. decided, like, I've, I went, I've already been through the uh, FOMO stage, like, where I felt like everybody was playing it like on mass and like, mm-hmm. I need to buy it. I need to buy it. I need to buy it. And I, I, I successfully played, I, I bought, uh, we got in a far changing tides. And yeah. so I had a new game. So that, go. that kind of like, I, I quelled my, my urge there, but I'm still curious, but I also know that I don't like dark souls. <laughs> I don't okay. like any of those games. I like demon souls. If it says souls in the title, I don't like it. All right. So mm-hmm. like I I probably need to stay away from this game, correct? Yeah, you you do. If you don't like Souls uh and you know you don't like a Souls type game, you, you should not play this. It's it's punishing uh but but rewarding at the same time. If you're able to kind of fell one of those major bosses, it it feels good. It's got a good gameplay loop. I I've, I've heard somebody say that it's not as hard as other Souls games like that they were they let up just a little bit. Do you feel like that's true? So I actually haven't played any other Souls games. Uh, this this was, oh, okay. you know, uh, unlike you, Marty, I, I I saw the hype train and I'm like, I'm running to chase it down. Like, I'm jumping aboard. Let's go. Uh, so, um, yeah, uh, I, I think part of, of what makes it a little bit easier is that uh, the, the open world aspect. Like, if you're getting your, you know, what kicks and, and this is not an area where you should be, you should, you know, bail and go back to a, a spot where you can level up get um, some more currency so that you could, um, you know, uh, add some stats to your character, find some new gear, and then go either try that same area again or venture out and try to find something new. So I think that's where folks are saying it's a little bit easier. I don't know if the combat is necessarily easier or not. Um, it seems pretty similar from from what I can tell. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really fun game. It's easy to get lost. They give you very, very limited direction. Um, they kind of just give you a very short tutorial, which you can miss <laughs> if you're if you're not looking for it. And they just set you off into the world. And uh, the first enemy you run into is not one you should fight, um, but you do it anyway because he's big and shiny and in front of you. And like I'm gonna smack him with my sword, and then he smacks you down real hard, and you realize very quickly what kind of game this is. And uh, you, you have to approach combat very very carefully. You have to. Um, like you can't get mopped by enemies, even if you're very overpowered, you know, two, two, three hits from a few enemies will like knock you, knock you down. So um, you have to play this very strategically, um, but it's really fun. You, you can almost uh, the way they build it out is you can um, kind of use magic or melee or a combination of the two, which is kind of the route that I'm going down um, so that you can have some ranged attack, some not this bow and arrow. Um, there's various ways to play this, uh, which I think is, you know, really fun. And I've seen a lot of people already start to kind of have two or three or four playthroughs on Twitch even. So I, I saw a spicy people are take. crazy. They're can, crazy. Can, can, I, can I say that I saw a spicy <laughs> take on Elden Ring, uh, just browsing through the Twitter machine the other day. 
that uh, somebody claimed, made the claim that using magic was cheating in the game. Hmm. If the game allows it, you, it's not cheating. Well, I, I understand that. And many people said, oh, th- well, the game allows it. It's built in. It's a mechanic in the game. And the guy was like, no, no, no. You have to do hand-to-hand combat. You have to have combat. It's the, Anything else is cheating. What do, you, what do you think about that, John? Yeah, I think that's uh, a, a bad hot take. It's, it's part- <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's cheating at all. Like, sure. It, are you not going to get hit as much if you stay ranged? Yeah. But you're giving up a lot of stuff. If you're, if you're purely a magic user, there's a whole, uh, you know, you've got to manage your magic bar. You've got to find these spells uh, to start of uh, some characters don't have magic. So um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can see their point a little bit in saying like, Oh, you're kind of playing it on easy mode. I would maybe call it an easy mode as opposed to cheating. Um, but no, I, I don't think that's a valid comment at all. I think that's a, a crock of, you know what? Well, I agree with that. I agree. Uh, I, to, to me, that it's it sounded like that, that word that gets thrown around a lot, gatekeeping. Uh, it's awful. It, it, you know, it, it's okay if a game is not for you or if you want to play a game a certain way. Like me personally, I'm using a guide if I need to in this game. You know, uh, however you need to get through a game, however you're enjoying it, that's how I look at gaming. You know, we talked earlier about gaming's for everybody. So however you want to do it and you're having a good time with it, more power to you. Enjoy yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I and I, I 110 billion percent agree with your comments. Very oh, good. Thank you. I'm glad you, I'm glad you've been, been enjoying the game. Glad oh, for everyone yeah. who has. Yeah, it's 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 a really good time. If if you're even slightly interested, I would definitely recommend it. Maybe wait for a sale if you're kind of on the fence. Um, but yeah, it, it's it deserves all the praise that it's getting. Maybe maybe not quite a ten out of ten, but it's it's up there. It's interesting to me how those those ten out of tens rolled out so quickly uh, at like before the game even came out. Yeah, yeah. It was my understanding they actually had a really short review cycle for that too. Like my understanding was they only had like two or three days before they, when they got Elden ring before, before it was live, maybe. Or yeah. Not. And even if it, you can't beat it in two or three days, unless you're playing constantly, like I'm 40 hours in and I think I'm about halfway. Well, I think so, there was a lot, there was yeah. a lot of like reviews in progress, like Tamor Tamor sane sane from GameStop or GameStop, sorry, GameSpot, I think had a review in process. I think IGN's was review in process. Like it was a lot of, they didn't have, they did not have a lot of time to get their originals up. Yeah. I know it's tough. It's hard to review a game if you don't play it to completion. Um, But I understand on the flip side, you know, you've got to kind of manage that and get reviews out on time. So yeah, I'm, I'm fine with the scores that it got. I'm totally fine with that. This is a fantasy critic game. Yeah, <laughs> you, you have ulterior motives. Absolute worst. I know. Absolute I know. Worst. On that, you, Justin and uh, and Marty, you guys got to get in there, make some pickups. I, you know, hey, I'm I'm trying. You know, I'm really banking on uh, what am I banking on? Sea of Stars. I'm really banking on, yeah. and I'm really banking on uh, Mario and Rabbits is what I'm really banking yeah, on. But to fill up holes, you need to pick games and fill those holes. Yeah, you still got to pick some more games. Yeah, yeah. WrestleFest. Yeah, Quest. I know WrestleQuest was probably going to be mine. I, I yeah. Um, you got a bid for it, I'm sure. Yeah, because the draft only gave you like six games, but you have you have ten slots to fill. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's it for me, guys. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, well, let's head over to uh, Tim. 
Tim, what you been playing there? All right. So I've been playing um, three games. I played, I, I haven't had time to play much. Uh, the last couple games I played was with uh, Jesse, Sam from the um, Retro Logic crew. He joined in and uh, who else joined us, Jesse? Who else was it? Uh, oh, um, Spider-Chan. He joined in oh, too. Yeah, so. I couldn't remember, but uh, yeah. Yeah, so we played uh, Chocobo. We tried to play Chocobo GP. And that was, and so here's the story. Uh, I went online. I haven't even, I didn't even try to play it or anything like that. I had everything loaded up to talk about the game. And one of the things I had loaded up was the website. And the website said that you could have Chocobo GP light and join in multiplayer online with people who had the full chocobo gp game so because i had the site there waiting to for a couple days it hadn't refreshed it that page was saying that up to that point so i'm like hey who's going to join me all you need is a light and all that kind of stuff the light version of the game and you can join me and stuff like that so jesse got in on it and shannon did too and um, um, Sam did, and there was a few other people, but they couldn't join at the time. But then and this you know, whole joined... experiment was live streamed, so you can see it. Yeah, all. it was everything was live streamed. And we, I, I hadn't touched it until that point. We went live, and I was like, okay, let me figure out. Let's, you know, let's talk about the game. We're gonna figure out this. It's, it's a first look, right? So that's why I did it that way. It was gonna be a first look. So we're jumping in. We're trying to figure things out. We're trying to figure out how they can join. I create a, a multiplayer race. They can't see it. They try to go into the multiplayer and it says they can't. So I tried to invite them directly through the friend way. And it, it when they went and tried, I think Spider-Shan was the first one to try. It wouldn't let him. It said he had to buy the full game. And we were like, I was like, wait a minute. This, this says that um, they can join online. And we did a little more research. Obviously it wasn't happening we were all getting frustrated and just it just well it didn't turn out well <laughs> so because it was just like um a lot of of uh it, well jesse you, you you could probably talk about it too from your point of view you were just like be one thing or the other buy the game you play the game or pay a subscription yeah. and play via they basically subscription. have mobile mobile game free to play like mechanics in a $50 paid game. No. Yeah. Hey, can That's I, not how can I just, uh, can, can I say something here? What's up Marty? So when this was shown off, I crapped all over it. Yeah. Admittedly. Who's right now. <laughs> we got we got somebody got mad at me you're not even giving it a chance i don't have to give it a chance Here's this the weird is thing. nothing listen this is a grift is all it is it's sick it's stupid it doesn't need to exist bottom line well, I don't. It's, it's a seek. It was supposed to. I thought it was a sequel to all the other GP games this, or Chocobo racing games. And no, stuff. Tim, I'm going to tell you what this is. This is a test to see if this crappy mobile gotcha system will work on home consoles. That's exactly what it is. And the yeah. more money that people throw into it, 
the more square Enix is going to go. Yep, it works. We're going to. So make this is why one. I'm I'm glad for at least us and people like us who don't like that kind of stuff. We tried it. We displayed it live on stream. Just how yeah unhappy we were about this whole situation. So basically, we were done with that after trying to figure things out. And then later, I found out too that they actually updated their website and it did say that it that the light game does not do the multiplayer online. So, or you you can do the you can the do GP local mode. You can do the GP mode online with yeah. randos, but not with your friends. Not with the, your friends yeah. if you had the light but version, or you can join is, in on local. So if my like if I had Sammy play, he could come and join in if he had it downloaded. And maybe maybe I'm being a little strong on that, but listen, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. I really don't like the, the, the I don't. I number one didn't like the theme of the game. That's that's I guess is number one. Number two, I don't I don't I th- th- somebody asked me this week, okay, uh when they when they revealed the 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 tracks that were going to be in this first pack of the Mario Kart DLC. And I said, this was my comment, looks great, too much tour. Yeah, and I, think I got fair. a lot of I got a lot of pushback on that because they're like, oh, you don't like Mario Kart Tour? No, I don't. I think it plays <laughs> like crap. I don't I, like, and they're like, but this is what Mario Kart should be. This is what, no, Mario Kart should be when I'm about to play when this content drops. Now, if you want to add in some of the missions and you want to add in the costumes, great. But that the, the number one reason I don't play Mario Kart Tour is because I can't make the cart go where, like, there's times where I'm playing and I'm doing what I'm supposed to with my thumb and the cart doesn't go where it's supposed to and it costs you the match. I don't like that. I don't like to be yeah. out of control. And I also don't like gotcha anything. I don't like the nickel and diamond, hey, you got to buy rubies to get this character yeah. to do the blah, 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 blah. No. That's the that frustrating does. thing about it is that it's it was you pay $50. Now, thankfully, we didn't have to pay for it. I didn't have to pay for it. Square Enix did send us the code for it to check it out. So I was able to get the full version of it through that code. But that's frustrating for, you know, to tell people going in, it was like, okay, we got the code. I got the full version, but you have to go spend $50 to get it. And but you still see all this gotcha stuff. So that was the frustrating part. But I will say this, the limited time I did spend with it was interesting. And Sam also mentioned some of the time he spent with it too, was that there are some elements of, of gameplay there that are good. There's some good pieces to it, to where you can, you know, upgrade your stuff. There's a story there. Uh, there's some uh, Easter eggs for fan- Final Fantasy fans or previous fans of the GP games, uh, Chocobo Racing games. So there's stuff there. It's just I felt I, I couldn't go back to it or felt like I could enjoy it because of like we said the, the gotcha stuff. There like there's an ulterior motive there. Jim Sterling, who was notorious for crapping on games that he doesn't like, obviously crapped on the monetization, but he said he liked the gameplay, and yeah. we said we liked the gameplay when we could yes. play it. Yeah, yes. it does look good. Is I mean, it, it looks like a competent game. What the problem is, is yeah. that more and more we're seeing good games get buried under terrible mechanics. Yeah, and, that is the problem. And, yes. And it takes and and the thing is, is that when we buy those games, 
or when we continue to put money into those games after we buy them, that encourages more of this shady behavior. Yes. And so like, whereas I really can't gripe about it with Mario Kart Tour because Mario Kart Tour is free. I could choose to do the gold pass if I want for $5 a month. I did that for a little bit. I did. And that was my point when we started this. If you want it wasn't for me free to play mechanics, make the thing free to play. Yeah. Yes. This, this is just really scummy. And the thing is, is that we are very, a, a good number of people are very quick to forget the very scummy things that Square Enix does kind of on a regular basis, just because they make final fantasy. I don't think and <laughs> I think I mean I think you there's there's got to be a place where they're held accountable. Yes. Yeah. And you know so, some places in the world you know treat you know take into account the micro, microtransactions when they rate games. You know as a as an a preventative from getting having kids play a game that they end up stealing mom's credit card and putting $5,000 on it. Yeah, or, right. You know uh, the United States is not one of them. So things rated E10 plus. And, and can I tell you why I think this is a bad idea? It, it, it just ultimately is look at the furor and the hubbub going around about the Wii U and the 3DS eShop shutting down in a year. There's a ton of digital content that's just going away. Yep. And one day Chocobo GP is going to be the same. I mean, yeah, guys, look, Mario Kart, we're, we're excited about Mario Kart DLC tonight, right? Yes. 2014, we played Mario Kart 8 for the first time. I'm still playing it again now in 2022. Who is going to be playing Chocobo GP in right, eight and Right eight now, years? not me. <laughs> well, okay, no years. one in eight hours. <laughs> Nobody. Right. Yeah. That's my point is yes. that I, I don't know. Unless you're true. Well, again, Sam played more of it, and I want another thing I wanted to point out was that he did say there were some similarities he felt with Diddy Kong Racing that he mm. he liked. Oh, that's pretty okay. cool. So again, there's some good game mechanics there that I just didn't feel like I could take the time with because of everything else going on want, in there. So. I want to bring up a couple of things from the chat here. Our good friend Ebusel uh, says the these comments stuck out. He says, "Just let me buy the game or let it be free." Uh, the other thing is, look at the stupid Crash Team Racing where they patched in loot boxes. Yes. And then he goes on and says this, and this one hurts. This is this one's personal. He says, just imagine when Fortnite shuts down, but I spent $90,000 on all those skins. <laughs> <laughs> right. Spent a year's salary on uh, on making sure that I had the pixie wings and the gold shovel. Right. Uh, you know, it. Yeah. And uh I think Shannon, uh, Spider Shan, he also predicted that eventually in a few months that this game will probably will go full free to play. Oh, sure. Uh, and then they're just um, trying to recoup some costs right now, right? And then those who pay for it will get some bonuses or whatever. And then they'll get and, Cloud. And then, or what's his dude? What's his face from Final Fantasy? Yeah, I think Quality somebody mentioned lives. Cloud. <laughs> Jesse, I think it was you that mentioned Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Tim, well, I, like here, I'm I'm sorry I stepped all over that. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. This game, I don't yeah. un, I don't know why this game infuriates me. Uh, like it, it just I don't know. There's something about Set it. Set a fire in Marty. No, yeah, yeah that's, that's why I wanted every time. As as that's why I wanted to bring Pokemon. it up because I asked Jesse. I said, "Did I bring this up in the last week?" And he said, "No, we played this Friday night." I was like, oh, "Okay, 
I'll bring it up. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll save it for when Marty's and, on. And, and Justin missed this minutes. entire conversation. It would have been right. his input on this. Right. John, what's your question? Yeah, so, sorry about that. Um, That's okay. Do you, the microtransactions, do you need them to play the game, or is it just like no. cosmetic it, stuff it, on it, top? It, well, here, here's what they do. So have you, have you seen the mobile games where they have two tiers of rewards? You yeah. Know, You'll get this tier for playing it, but you will only get the second tier if you buy the super pack. Mm-hmm. The season, yeah. That's what they're doing here. Got it. So in order to get Cloud, you have to buy the super pass and then get to level 60. And then wow. Squ- a, 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 that's not even maximum level. And then Squall is a reward for doing something as well, but probably also involving paying for it. So you don't right. have to... And, and then so you, you, you get... They have like three or four different types of currencies that does something. I don't know. I didn't care to look, <laughs> but the you know the more you the more you play, you'll get more of those currencies. And if you buy the super packs, you'll get more of the currencies. For there's mithril the and there's gold and gill and yeah. vegemite and all kinds of different <laughs> currencies uh, in there. Yeah, save yes. that vegemite. <laughs> so yeah, That's a neat. Needless to say, I, yeah, I did not. I haven't played that again since, but I haven't been able to play much else on the Switch other than F Zero X that we did play after that. And then my joke during while we were still on our call after we stopped recording, I uninstalled it and put a twi- picture on Twitter of me uninstalling the game. I'm like, and I'm done. <laughs> here's my yeah. Here's my experience ah. with Chocobo. Delete. <laughs> So, but yeah, why, why we when we went off the call for Chocobo GP, when we went off the stream for that, we were like, hey, let's somebody, I think it was Andros actually, who suggested, hey, why don't you guys play F0X? And I didn't see it until after we stopped the stream. So I was like, let's, I asked everybody who was still, you know, Jesse, Sam and uh, Shannon, you know, hey, do you guys want to play some more? Let's try out F0X. And so I fired up the stream again, fired up F0X and that played a even though I sucked at it, it played a lot nicer in you know a four-player NSO. That um, worked surprisingly well, a multi-four-player multiplayer. Yeah, while I was streaming, so <laughs> so it if worked out very keep, well. If you can keep the car on the track, how many times did we went whoop died? Yeah, and actually, a lot of people. I got a few comments in our YouTube uh, channel about what I could do better. Cause I was, I was like, I'm new to F zero. So I didn't know what, the, know what to do. And somebody was basically saying, let off the gas, let off the a button. <laughs> why, why would you do that? Full speed ahead. It's like, I, I want to go. <laughs> yes. So I, racer, I will try to jump into it again. Cause I want to, I want to, that's a game that has eluded me for a long time. And I like, I like the good racing game. So I want to try it again. Yeah. And I, I, I had uh, in, to update my N64 game set because I haven't hadn't done it since I played and crashed on Paper Mario. Yeah. But uh, and I have the Japanese version and the North American version next to each other. And I'm like, I don't know which one's which. There's no differentiation there. It's the same, same icon and you can't tell by the name. So I, I picked one and I hope it was right. It was the right one, but uh, it was that was a fun coin flip game. Nice. Yeah, that was that was fun. We laughed a lot too because it's like Jesse first race. You like you like jumped off the track and you were done. <laughs> not even a lap. And, I, right. and it's not like Mario Kart where Lack of Two will pick you up and drop you off again. Nope, right. you're done. You're done. You're off the cart. You're done. Or off the track. You're done. 
And I just kept bouncing off the walls, like, cause you know, I'm just holding down the A button, just go, go, go. <laughs> so, but again, it's a lot of fun and, and there's some, there's some strategy there. Definitely. That I'm on, I want to play around with it at some point. So, and then uh, I just last night, I actually was able to play tunic on uh, via the cloud, uh, the Xbox cloud or game pass cloud, whatever they're calling it these days. So I fired up tunic got pretty far. And I know that um, Jesse, you played it. Uh, Marty, you played it. I think Justin's played a little bit of it. So I'll, I'll save some more conversation there, but I will say this, that from my perspective, so far, I'm really enjoying what they're doing with it, especially with how they're using the game manual. Mm. I think it is really cool. Yeah. So with that, I'll pass it on over to you, Marty. Uh, so, yeah, um, I'll, I, I have uh, come into possession uh, of an Xbox, an Xbox uh, 1S that I am going to officially just use as my Game Pass machine um, because I'm already paying for Game Pass for um, the uh, Xbox that we have in our student ministry room at church. And so I'm backpacking off of that. Nice. Uh, and so I went in there today and I downloaded some games I was interested in. Tunic was the very first game I downloaded and spent about an hour with it. Um I think it's. I think it would be easy to compare this game to Death's Door, uh, based based on its um, controls and the and the game mechanic itself and the difficulty, because uh, it can overwhelm you if you're not careful. Then you can get a little charmed by it, and then all of a sudden you're dead. Uh, but uh, it is a That's love funny. letter to Zelda One, and I love that. Um, I had a conversation with John Blanco over on Twitter. Uh, asking if it was a ripoff or a love letter. Um, and I, I, at first I said, it kind of looks like a ripoff. You know, it was based on a comment of a press kit that sent out. But now that I've played it, like, I feel a little bit better about it. Um, so, yeah, I, like I'm, I don't have enough. I haven't, I haven't invested enough time to, to say anything about it. I just got the sword. So that's opened things up for me, but I died right after that. And I was like, yeah, I'll I will say this. Something else. I will say this. One of the things that I've learned that helped me and I've only died twice and I've rung the East bell. So if that tells you anything, I've made it that far. Oh, okay. I'm dying yeah. twice. Um, and it was basically, I died twice because of my own mistakes because <laughs> of being oh, a yeah, Nintendo mine player. Totally mine was totally my fault. Being a Nintendo player and the action button being the A button mm-hmm. on a Nintendo console and with Xbox, it's it's the bottom button. <laughs> so instead of the, the right button. So anyways, it's just a matter of doing that. And I kept blowing up firebombs on myself because of that, because it's like hit the A button. That's where the firebombs were. And I actually launched it and I caught myself on fire and I'm dead. Yeah, I never so. found those bombs. Justin mentioned something about bombs too when he hasn't even rung the bell. So I missed something somewhere. Yeah. Apparently. So there's a, yeah, we can talk more about that if you'd like in the after show. So sure. uh, the post show. Uh, but uh, one of the things is that I want to mention that, that it's helped me a lot is um the timing between hitting somebody and dodging. I actually got an achievement for it. I forget what it's called because it was like, uh, what do they call that? 
Yeah, I, I got some here. perfect dodge or perfect something. Yeah, you get a. Uh, I don't know it how I did it or what I did. Perfectly executed a special technique. So it's basically you're jabbing a couple times and then you roll away when they make their move, once you know what they do. So, and basically I was able to avoid, like I had all kinds of creatures around me trying to attack me. And I was able to kind of, cause when you, when you do dodge, anything that happens in that path won't hit you. So you avoid any kind of hits. So I've been able to get through some tough battles because I was able to do that. Plus that firebomb helped me with yeah. people. Even with one shields. of the manual pages explains the iframes bit yes in, the, in its weird way yes and it's and that's the other thing too but yeah uh with the jesse you said you were having trouble with the shield peep uh creatures yeah. i used the fire bombs for those those ones gee i don't have them yet so <laughs> yeah we'll talk about well, where i'll give you an idea where you can find that gotcha uh i'm sorry I, I to interrupt in, you marty <laughs> i did no i did i was just gonna say about team like i love the this the, the the how simple it is right it's very it is it's just simple it's it's really laid back and even the music so i i appreciate it for what it is um i'm yeah I, but but before i talk about what i've been playing i wanted to go over to jesse uh and let him talk because uh i'll just cap it off well and and hope that justin returns how about that okay so, so jesse it's all you so I've been doing the game sampling that Justin usually does, which normally means something happened and I didn't like it for one reason or another, and I moved on. Right. <laughs> so well, also on Xbox, I played Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy because that hit Game Pass. I, I, I played all of Chapter 1 and just the beginning parts of Chapter 2. And I mean, well, I'll explain that in a bit. And I liked most of chapter one. I didn't like the combat. And of course, that's normally where I don't like games. But especially that last kill room, I, I when, they, when they teach you the huddle concept, of course, I mess up the huddle. So I, I'm the only one who gets a power up instead of the entire team getting the power up. But when that's done, then there was a flying sequence. And I could not tell you if I was doing anything worthwhile or not. I th felt like I could have just sat there, put my controller down and I would have still finished. I don't know if I was doing anything. I could fire, I could move around, but I don't know if I was doing anything. And that's not... That doesn't feel good. See, I, when I played Guardians, I, I felt like the combat was really satisfying. Being able to tell the other people what to do and them actually do it and it be effective on Enemies, yeah, I but I will say that far, you know, as part of in terms of combat, yeah, I did a lot. But of I, that but I will say in, this with the environmental. If you thought that that room, that that kill room was bad, you would have hated the end game because, the, like, the uh, final yeah. lead up, the lead up to the final boss is is just it feels like wave after wave after wave, infinite enemies is what I mean. Just they, it's yeah, like well, I know I'm not going to wearing you down, and it's it's not infinite, but it just feels like. Oh my gosh! This could have been over with thirty minutes ago, but you're you're it's artificial extension of the game time for fights. Yeah, and then course, the very first thing you do at the start of chapter two is oh, there's a bit of a story sequence when you're talking with Novacore, and then out of the middle of middle of it is oh, quick time event. Uh, so I died th three times 
before I got the first one done. I get the second one done. There's like five seconds of story. And, oh, here's another quick time event. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. You know, because that, that's, that's not fun for me. I've never, don't, it's right in the middle of a storyline where there hasn't been quick time events before. They just all of a sudden throw it at you. You know, normally I put the controller down when I think it's going to be a long story story sequence. So, yeah, obviously I'm not ready for a quick time event. So, yeah, that kind of put a, another bad taste in my mouth. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go back to this. So then, you know, we, we talked a bit about I played Tunic uh, about an hour last night. You know, I think where someone in the Discord says I'm close to getting an item that will help against the shielded people, which is probably my own shield. I don't know. But I know I don't have a shield yet. Okay, some Switch games I tried. I think we there's a, a musical story, which is kind of just kind of a simple, laid-back rhythm game. You have this arc, which covers either two beats or, or two measures or four measures, depending on the tempo and what song's being played. And your inputs are... They say it's... L or R, but really you can use like any button on the left side, left D-pad, and any button on the right uh, uh, face buttons, and it works the same. So I was playing that in handheld mode, just using the the, the Joy-Con, and I got—I'm not sure how far I got in, but I played it maybe half an hour. But the things started getting awkward a bit when, like, they would have because, like. I said the arc can be two measures or four measures, but there's no indication of where the measures are. So, like, if you have a sequence of, you know, quick note, quick note, long note, and then there might be a rest or two, a beat or two of a rest in there, and then you have to then start again either on, like, count three or on the half note after three after not having anything from almost a measure you don't know when it is until it happens. So it's, at least with Guitar Hero, you have the track coming to you, so you can see it, see it coming in real time. Here, there's, there's literally nothing indi indicating when you got to push it because, you know, the, the plus size is if you fail a loop, you just start the loop again. But it's frustrating to fail, like, one of the last notes in the set that you're not expecting to fail, and that results you to fail the first note in the next loop, which means you now have to wait for that to go through again before you can even try again. So, I think with a few UI tweaks that could make it smooth out some of the problems I have with it. But again, that's probably a game I'm not going to get back to. Um, hold that one second here. Hmm. <laughs> I'm sick of this post-COVID cough. It's been around for about a month. Okay, I also picked up... This came out last week called An NPC's Odyssey. It's uh, I, I, I kind of like where this starts. You, you, you're in an NPC... Uh, like a regular type of Dragon Quest-like RPG world. But you are not the hero. You are an NPC. So things that where a hero has like things a hero can do, you can't do. Like, go into anyone's house and sleep in their bed to rest up. 
or go into your house, someone's house, and steal their gold and potions off their shelves. You know, the hero can do this, and there is a hero in this story, and the hero does this. The hero does it to you, and that pisses you off, and that's what triggers this whole adventure on for the for your character. So that's funny. I like that. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 like the hero gets a party of four. You get a party of four. Just these weird characters. But I get I get to a part. So like like so obviously, what starts the story off is. The hero steals your gold. So you have no gold. So you, as you're exploring, you sound very her- heroic, <laughs> right? Keep stealing your stuff. So as you're exploring your starting town, you find the 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 merchant that says, "Oh, you, we can buy some armor, a sword here, but you have no money. Are you poor or something?" <laughs> the calling you out on that. So, Sorry to interrupt, Jesse. The tracks are live. It's eleven oh three. The tracks are live. Tracks that, are live. Midnight Eastern. That's kind of when people estimated it. Yep. All right. So, so I went through the game. You know, found my party and got to an, an area where I just got smacked because I I had no gear because I didn't have money to buy gear before I got to the the second air, the second town where I could actually buy some. So I've tried multiple way, ways around it. You know, this is only like 10 or 15 minutes into the game, so it's not like too too big of a deal. So I finally had a loop where I decided, I am not leaving the starting area until I am w- well-equipped myself. And just to be safe, I bought extra gear so I can give it to my party members. Ended up that that was a waste of time and money on my part, but it did level me up. So I was, I was able to then build my party, but I've got, because I never looked at what my party had as an inventory. They already come pre-equipped, but they won't take a, they won't take a sword because they have these sticks because they're apparently they're magic users, not a sword user. So I bought extra swords for nothing and all the other extra gear I bought, they already had equipped. But since I was finally equipped and higher leveled, we were able to get to the next city and progress the story. Got ultimately got to an area called the Else Castle, where an event happens that, and that battle is just stupidly hard. And I don't know if I even want to try it again because I would think I have to grind more in order to have a chance. But like my characters have between 500 and a thousand hit points or so this enemy was doing like 12,000 damage to me, but then occasionally resurrecting me and healing my party. So I'm like, I don't know what the heck the hell is going on. Anyway, so I don't know if you're familiar with uh, RPG maker type games. I think this was made in RPG maker because you all heard the of that. world. The overworld is pixel graphics. But the battles look, they use stock, still, almost photorealistic type of art. I think those are, I think those are assets out of RPG Maker. So it's, it's a weird game. I think it was maybe 15 bucks. I don't think it was too expensive. And then the last game I want to talk about 
came out today, completely out of nowhere. Was, didn't have any fanfare up and up, leading up to this until Nintendo was tweeting the hell out about it this morning. Called Shredded Secrets. And the reason why this is kind of a special game, you can say. Have you heard of a group called Girls Who Code or Games That Code yes. or? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. The, so there was a, I think this, I think they said in 2018, the the four girls who made this game in their, you know, during their, you know, hackathon like, uh, game, jam. Yeah. Um. This, this the, the prototype that it turned into this game was the winner. So you know, these are like teenage age participants, so not adults, so people just. You know, people just starting out in programming. So yeah, I understand there's going to be. It's not game isn't going to be very polished. It's not going to be great, but you know it's. But still, there's. It's only five dollars. So again, I'm not expecting much out of this either. But still, there's a few things that happened that I'm not I'm not happy with. Because obviously, in order for it to be published onto a switch. Other people had to have their hands on it. It had to right. have been QA'd. They had to have finished the game. They could have put a little bit of layer of polish on it. So the, the game is ultimately a story, like an anti-bullying theme in the story. Like your main, you have four characters you play. I've only played as one character so far. I've only gone through two levels. And you go through avoiding the bullies and the obstacles in the classrooms and you're trying to get out. You do have a health bar, but I never lost my health to know what happens. And then there's some collect collecting items you pick up. But the the first thing I try to do when I launch the game is to pick up my gamepad and push buttons, and nothing was going on. I looked at it and it was it was shut off. The game does not support gamepad. I'm the like, game oh. does not dis- support what? I mean the pro. I mean the game. Pro, oh, okay. Pro. So you have to play it with Joy Cons or handheld mode. <laughs> That's still a complex question. So the next thing I try to do is pick up both Joy Con. Nope, that doesn't work either. The game will only accept one Joy Con as an input, oh. not both. Oh, so wow. you have to play it with one Joy Con single. That's weird. Now, if you're playing it in handheld mode, then both Joy-Cons work as you expect. So, like, this game will work on a Switch Lite just fine. Interesting. But you can't use both Joy-Cons <laughs> the way you want to use both Joy-Cons. You have and, to, but, and, but let's be fair. These are teenage girls that, that coded this. Well, again, I think they coded at least the original, the original prototype. I don't know how much... If they if they themselves finished the game, but other people had their hands on it, other people could and should have said, "Hey, why don't we do it? let other controllers work?" Right. Yeah. Right. Those are just as far as I know, literally a checkbox in the in the compiler. Do you want this controller to be used? Yes. Yeah, it's like a big. It was a. It was a choice to say like, yeah when they, you go they have to go out of their way to exclude this stuff right i would 
Like, no, let's just make one Joy-Con when they take it off work. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll check everything else. So again, I've only put, I only had about 20 or 30 minutes into this game before we recorded. So I do, I am going to put more time into this. I want to pull, pl- I don't think this is a long game. I want to see at least what the story is of the other characters. I'm wondering if, like, like the one character I did play is complaining specifically about this one other boy who was being a bully. I'm kind of wondering if you get a, later on you get to play as that boy and get his side of things about not not saying that that what he's doing is a good is a a good thing, but at least give insight about why he might be doing what he's doing. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if that's the case or not. I'll probably yeah. know more next week. But but next week. So I got a question. Going back to the the NPC Odyssey thing, you said that was made in RPG Maker. I think so. Yes. Have you ever created a game in RPG Maker or anything similar? I've never created a game, but I have downloaded like the RPG player. And, okay. And downloaded other people's games. Okay. Yeah. And you know, those art assets looked very similar. Okay. At least, at least the style. Gotcha. All right. Cool. I guess that's hey, you, Marty. That, that, that's <laughs> it for me. Can't hear you, Marty. Can't hear you. Uh, your mic broke. Well, Justin's back. If <laughs> Justin, what have you been playing? <laughs> sure, great question. Thanks for thanks for that, Tim. I appreciate it. Uh, what have I been playing? Uh, I'll give you a quick uh, overview of three games I've been playing. The first one is Aztec Gods. Uh, came out last week, Aztec Forgotten Gods. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you. I was a little bit disappointed in it. Uh, it felt actually a little broken. Uh, there are some spots that definitely had some jank in them, and I felt like a lot of the time I was really fighting with the camera, uh, which is unfortunate because I think this game, I mean, the concept of the game is cool. The kind of the culture that it's based in is super cool. I like a lot of pieces of it, but... Um, I think they need to put in a patch. If he, I was saying to somebody before, I said it felt like it's a game that still needed about six six more months in the oven potentially. Uh, to really now? to really be yes. baked, yeah. Okay, great. To really be baked properly. Um, so that so there was is, not a day one patch. There was not a day one patch, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to confirm right now. Mario Kart is available. Yeah, yeah, we, we said that, that about five minutes wrong. ago. Oh, well, screw you guys. <laughs> screw you. Actually, about, you know, 10, ten minutes, minutes ago. ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's uh, the other game I've been playing is, so that is a game I'd say maybe a miss or watch for a sale and wait for a day one patch. Uh, the next game I'm playing is Young Souls. Uh, Young Souls is out now. It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up RPG. Um has some really cool accessibility options for kids, especially like the, the characters are like teenaged orphans and they're, they curse a little bit. And actually I'll be honest, the cursing feels a little bit of out of place, but like, like it's like, it's good. Like it does not good, but like it, it, it makes sense for teenage kids, but it just feels a little bit like maybe you're a little bit more than you need to be, but there is an actual option that you can turn that off, which is kind of great. And you can actually turn down the difficulty level, which is great. So making it very accessible for players to jump in and out. Um, this is a very fun game. Young Souls, I would highly, like, if you were like jo- Justin, I got I got money, I'm buying a game, what am I buying of the day? Young Souls would be the one I'd highly recommend. I'm enjoying it. I think I've, I've sunk uh, about eight hours into it. 
Um, also in Game Pass. Yeah, it's also in Game Pass. Really enjoying it. Check it out there. I apologize, not eight hours in that one. There's something else. That's about, I've sunk about three or four hours into Young Souls. Really enjoyable. It's hard. It's challenging, but it's kind of got that hook of like, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to go try it again. I'm going to go some skill trees. Uh, I love the art style, if I'm being really honest with you. It's very cool. Um, and the the heroes are redheads, which is super rare. You know, good for diversity. I appreciate that. Uh, the other game I'm uh, I'm playing, uh, and I think I, I saw a little bit of this as I was sitting in my car waiting for my wife to come out. Uh, Tunic uh, out on Xbox. I know you guys have talked a little bit about this. Um, I love this game already. I've been really enjoying it. This is such so much fun. Uh, my only here's the statement I'm going to say is I wish it was on the Nintendo Switch right now. Mark my words, this will be on the Nintendo Switch by the end of this year. This is very similar to Death's Door. They understand they have a banger here. They understand it's going to help draw Game Pass numbers and people are going to you know, buy the standalones. That's going to happen. But I bet you by the back half of 2022, in that November, December period, you're going to see that Tunic's going to arrive on the Nintendo Switch. It feels like it would be at home, be perfect, perfect being portable. Um, yeah, I've been playing Tunic on Xbox Game Pass and I've been playing it on my using my Backbone controller um, as well. So um, I'm going to really I say, devote. I say July. It'll be think so? July, by July. Yeah, yeah I, mid, I think it's going to be in the I, E3 sizzle reel. I think it's, yeah. I think it's, I, I think it's going to be announced in July. I don't think it's arriving until the end of the year. Okay. So that's my, because yeah, uh, I'm going with the death's door uh, time frame. It was four months after it was, it was out on the Xbox and it became available on the Switch. It was four months. I thought death's door was Q1 of 2021 and it came out Q4 of 2021 for Nintendo. I had, uh, I was, I would look, when I looked it up, I thought I saw it came out in July of 2021. Mm. And then we got it four months later on the Switch. Okay. Yeah. If you want to verify that. But yeah, I mean, heck, I wouldn't, I, I'm not going to be unhappy about that. You know what I'm saying? In the Switch, uh, November 23rd. Yeah, July okay, yeah. 20th, it was released, it looks like, initial release date. Okay. All right. All right. So I can be wrong. I can back there it up every once in a while. Just before <laughs> someone just before someone comes in here and says, um, actually, Justin. Yeah, I don't, I'm not dealing with you, Andros. I'm not going to have that garbage in my house. Uh, those are the three games I'm playing. So if I was to rank them, Tunic is my number one right now, uh, which I think, again, you can play on Game Pass. You can play there. So if you got that, do that. It'll probably come to Switch. Young Souls is worth your time and your money. Again, that is a Game Pass game. So if you got that, jump in there and give it a shot. If not, it's reasonably priced in the eShop. I think it's around, just around 20 bucks USD. Uh, and then Aztec forgotten gods that is a pass for me uh, i'd recommend maybe a day uh a patch maybe uh but i also both for um i'll actually say for tunic young souls and for i think i called it young bloods but young souls uh and aztec gods we do have videos on our youtube channel so you can check it out as well to help you make the right buying decision with your hard-earned money uh those are the games i've been playing yeah uh we've already talked a lot about tunic i'm playing it on game pass and that's one thing that i wanted to emphasize is that um, th- there's my list this this week is a lot more Nintendo heavy because that's where I've been I've been playing a lot of games. I've turned that that Xbox One S into a Game Pass machine. It's coming to my house. Uh, I downloaded a lot of games for it today after confirming some things as far as whether it would work offline and and things like that. So I'm excited for that. Um, so to be Tunic honest, is one. Tunic, Tunic, funny story, folks. We ended up getting a review code for Tunic. Um, short end, my PC couldn't run it. So I literally have tunic saved or 
redeemed on my Xbox profile to a device I don't have, which is an Xbox. Uh, <laughs> but Tunic just about is a game that I'm like, this may make me pull the trigger on an Xbox. Uh, that's how much I have been enjoying it. So can, can I tell you that I've seen an Xbox Series S, like the 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 digital one, uh, like at least three or four times at Walmart, like yeah. uh, over the last they're everywhere like, now. Like month. Yeah. 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 They're they're starting to become more available. So yeah. they're out there. Um, Costco's it, pricing one up here or, or GameStop up here is pricing them at 380 right now for Canadians. Yeah. So that's just about 300 for you Americans. So. Sounds about right. So since downloading that, uh, I've also been playing a game called Skull, the Hero mm-hmm. Slayer. Yep. Which is um it's a it's a roguelike um Jan approves. I love that uh, game. <laughs> platformer, like kind of RPG elements, but you play as a skeleton who is going to rescue the demon king from the clutches of these humans who are trying to like wipe out all like I guess skeletons and evil. So you're kind of playing the bad guy, but not really like in this case, the humans are the bad guy. But the unique element of this is as you go through the different uh, levels, you get different heads that you can put on that transform your skeleton into different, basically job types. So uh, I've been a dark knight. I've been a samurai. I've been, uh, I've been an ent. Like I've turned into a tree skeleton. Um, and it's really fun. Uh, the presentation of it is super charming. It's super, uh, well, I wouldn't say it's super difficult, but it's, it definitely keeps you on your toes. One of the interesting things about it is when you die, like when the enemies kill you, they get experience. Oh, so the wow. enemies level yep. up if you die too much. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's uh, but you get helps mm. too. So uh, I put about an hour into that today, just checking it out. Uh, kind of lost track of time, played a little too much. <laughs> uh, I also, we got a code for far changing tides and you can see that video over on our YouTube channel. I beat that game this week. It's not very long. Uh, really five and a half if, hours. It's well, five and a half. Uh, I've seen. Um, I had to use a YouTube walkthrough for a couple of parts, uh, not very many, but they did it in three hours and eighteen minutes. And oh, I feel like that was kind of like they probably knew what they were doing and were going straight through. <laughs> um, but this is a direct sequel to Far Loan Sales. Uh, if you've not played that one, I don't think you're going to get as much out of this one. In a way, I mean, you don't have to, but I would recommend it. Um, Far Loan Sales is uh, the whole, both games are, you are the only character. That's it. There's no other, there's no other interaction with anybody. It's just you and a machine out in the wild, right? And in the first game, it's a machine on wheels and you are working to get this from point A to point B. And so, over time, you will like feed the machine fuel and you will like pump things to make it work. And like you'll have to repair it if you mess up and you know, you'll add things to it uh, that will help you get further. Uh, and far changing tides, obviously, it's on it's it's in the water. So the element here is that you actually are you're controlling this thing that is a boat, but that at the same time, you are you are a little more active in this one than you were in the last one. Like you're diving into the water, you're going like looking for fuel and things to, you know, put in the boat. And uh, it's just char- like, I, both of them are super charming. The way they, the way they do it is so well done. Those, these are two of my favorite games uh, that I've played on the switch and they're just absolute gems 
you need to check them out. And loan sales actually goes on sale pretty often. It was just on sale for like two ninety nine, like a couple weeks ago. So it's it's a steal of a deal. Um, another game I want to mention John, is sorry. Yes, John, you you uh, kind of perked up when he said skull. What's your experience with that? You seem uh, to enjoy that. I love I love skull. Um, I haven't beaten it. Um, it was something I played on Game Pass. Uh, I echo Marty's sentiments. It's it's really fun. Um, the different power ups you get, like there's like thirty or something different heads you can find. Some of them are way better than others. They have sort of a, a common, rare, unique, legendary. I think is the scale that they do there. Um, and it's it's random. It's it's a roguelite, uh, you know, two D pixel, you know, uh, kind of action game. Uh, really, it, it's difficult. Have you been? Uh, did you get to beat the first boss yet, Marty? Yes. The tree. Yeah. yeah. yeah the, no, the big, not the tree. tree. There, well, no, no, I made it. Okay, so uh, Idrisil is the big boss. I, I got to him. I got about halfway down uh, and lost. I beat the first like mini boss. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then the like mini the boss with the yep. Yeah. 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 And he'll, and he'll change. The, the first, the guy the the first time I good. played, the first time I fought him, he was a, he was called Ricky Hero and he beat yeah. me. It was terrible. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Um, yeah. The, the, all the items you get, every playthrough is so, so different because uh, eventually you start getting guys who um, will come back to that little starting area and they'll give you a head to start with. I don't know. Yeah, if you've I, that I, I rescued like a Fox Archer guy and he gave yeah, me the, like a hunter. He gave me the ant head. Yeah. yeah. I imagine that's the guy from tunic just when he gets older. Right. Yeah. No. <laughs> um, and, but then you'll, you'll find like an ogre person that'll give you an item uh, to start out with. So it'll like um, give you some bonus attack or magic or whatever, but yeah, it's, it's super fun. It's very addicting. I, I was playing a bunch of that before my game pass subscription ran out. So once I go back to it, I'm going to try to, Keep, oh, keep cool. grinding out. Cool, cool. It's great. Uh, another game that we've got a video up on our channel. I won't mention this for very long. It's just briefly, but I've been enjoying it. Is Dawn of the Monsters, which I was corrected. It's not War of the Monsters, as I said in the video. War of the Monsters is a uh, PlayStation 2 3D monster fighting game that's really excellent. I love back in the day. But Dawn of the Monsters is by uh, Way Forward. It's, an, it's a brand new side scrolling beat em up. Uh, where you get to play as one of four characters, either a superhero who can giant size himself, uh, a, a girl working a robot, or two monsters that have been like co-opted by the good guys who fight for them. Uh, the whole presentation is really, really well done, uh, and it's it's a lot of fun. There's there's like different upgrades you can put on them and unlock, and um, there's a it's it's got a really unique system for powering up like. You fight and you get this like rage, but also as you fight and take damage, you can spend some of that rage to do like a kill uh, animation on the the monsters you're fighting, and it restores your 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 health when you do that. But it, you have to balance it. Like, oh, you can't do the rage moves if you do that too much. And so there's there's a challenge there. There's not very many power ups in the game at all, uh, but it has some great voice acting too. And so. Uh, this is out right now. You can go check that out. Um, the The last game that I want to talk about uh, is uh, why I don't have, uh, I haven't been playing a lot of other games, uh, is that uh, WWE 2, yeah, it's Wordle, <laughs> Wordle. 
WWE 2K22 has come out, and I really uh, fought on whether I was going to get this game because um, I'm a huge wrestling fan, but I have stopped watching all WWE programming in the last year. Uh, just don't care for it anymore. I'm I, like, I watch other stuff, do AEW mostly, but um, every year it seems like I, the, the, the 2K game sucks me in. Like I, like I, I try to avoid it or I say, oh, I'm not going to get it. And for a few years, I didn't like, I didn't do 18 or 19 uh, a bit for 20 and 20 was just this buggy mess. It was awful. And so they took a year off uh, and did battlegrounds instead. And, and they completely re like rebuilt this from the ground up. And that like they're saying, or their slogan marketing for this is it hits different. And it really does. Like it's so good. Um, That's good to hear. There, there's, there's so much in this game. I'm playing on PS5, so it looks amazing. Um, the roster is is huge. And as of like three days ago, I logged into the community creations part of it, and there was already over 5,500 community creations that have been uploaded. Of course. So the community for it is extremely strong, um, and there's some stuff out there that is extremely well done. Like it feels like it belongs in the game. Like, so nice. uh, characters that aren't there at all, like, or that, you know, like they got released or they're in another company. Well, now they're in my game. Uh, and uh, <laughs> one of the things that's really cool is um, there is a story mode uh, that you can do that's either focused around one specific wrestler uh, and it's um, famous moments from his career. It's Rey Mysterio. Uh, what I thought was so well done with this is that as you play those, they're actually bouncing back and forth between you playing the game, which looks amazing, to literally splicing a video of the match in at the time, like with button presses and all. So it's going back and forth between video of matches and commentary and like Ray Mysterio talking about, hey, I was in this match and this is happening and this is why, you know, and it's super cool. And you, you unlock things through that. But then the other thing that you can do, is there's a mode called My Rise, which you create a character. So you can create yourself, you can create whoever, and you take them through like becoming a wrestler and rising through to become like a superstar. Okay. And they 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 literally say at the beginning, there's 10 save slots here because there are so many branches in this in this story that like if you make a decision here, you may never see this, 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 and this. So you may want to save it and come back to it. And so it's, and that's on top of like having an ongoing uh, my universe mode where you can use a creative wrestler and it just puts you through stuff constantly all the time. So it's cool. It, it is. It's really good. Like I did not expect to like it as much as I did, but it mm -hmm. feels like it, it just feels good. Uh, I'm planning on creating all of us. We're going to have the Nintendo dad's battle Royale to nice. see who is the cage match to see who is the winner. Uh, I just to let you know, I like being uh, um, a high flyer type. Person. Okay, okay, high flyer. <laughs> we'll, we'll call you. We'll call you the, the flying beard. That's what. That's okay, what we'll there we go. Uh, my son is in the chat right now. Which why are you still awake? Um, number one, uh, but he is also reminding me that he downloaded a character the other day. Uh, he downloaded Shrek in the game nice. with Nicholas Cage's face. 
and, and the character's name is Nicholas Shrek. Uh, because you can actually take your face. You can take a photo of your face and put it in the game and it will map your face to your character. That's awesome. Like you can take logos, you can put all kinds of stuff in this game. Um, Just. And and that's you're going to need pictures of our faces then in order to create the characters. That's like on top of the legends and stuff that you can unlock and just. That's awesome. I'm sold. Tons of content. I'm sold. Uh, and it's on it's on last gen systems too. So PS PS4, uh, Xbox One, it's there too. Okay. It's not coming to Switch. They would not be able to put this. Um, yeah. So yeah. Probably anyway, good it's uh, I I put at least an hour into this game every day, just messing around playing. Is matches. it? Is there online wrestling play mm-hmm. at all? Yeah. And, and is it uh, cross cool platform? Thing, it is cross platform and oh, okay. the uh, the creations are cross platform as well. So if somebody's creating on an Xbox, they are actually uploading it to a server where you can access it on a PS5. Nice as well, which is really cool. It's the first okay. time that's happened. Uh, and the online matches look, look into this for the, the online matches like cycle each day. So like they have like a match of the day. So like it's like, oh, here's that's a it's a cage match, one on one. You can only use a female wrestler and there's like, it's this time limit or something like that. So it's, it's pretty neat. It's out there. You can go check it out guys. That's what we've been playing. Let's turn on the community spotlight. Shall we? Before we we move on, I wanted to throw in that, uh, you know, when Tim and I played inscription a few months ago, they had a mode called Casey's mod that was in beta. So people, if people wanted to say, I want to try this, they had to go in and say, I want, I'm, I'll accept beta content. So because of that, I, I avoided it. I just didn't want to play it until it was ready. It launched today. So yeah, I, I, so I updated it. I plan on giving the Casey's mod a try the probably this weekend. So I'll be able to talk about that next week. For inscription. Yeah. Oh, Okay. It's like it's like Act One, but an endless mode. Did anybody oh, also oh. have like all of a sudden Casey's mom has got it going on <laughs> stuck in your head? Or is it just I me? think yes. just you. I, no, I, currently not no, with you. What I was thinking is I have absolutely zero clue what any of you are talking about. But <laughs> uh, anyway, with that being said, let's uh, hit the community spotlight. <laughs> course this week we turn the community spotlight and shine it brightly at hambo and johnny who is our guest on the show joining us uh johnny you're you're it's it's not a stretch to say right now you're everywhere right basically basically everywhere yes (laughs) yeah Yeah. and uh i also would like to report to you that the hambone hotline has been created I saw that and in the discord <laughs> and you already have questions. Yeah. You yeah, already have. Send them so, my way. so there's a, there's a market for this. Okay. There's a market <laughs> for this. Uh, but what, what we wanted to do is uh, just kind of give people an idea of if, if they, if they, if they're sitting here and they're listening, they're like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta have more of that hymn. Yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta have it. Uh, where can people find you regularly? What are you up to? How can they interact with you? Yeah, well, well, thank, thank you, thank you for the platform. Definitely appreciate that. I am um, Hambone Johnny on Twitter and on Twitch. Um, I stream twice a week on Wednesdays and Sunday nights around nine PM. 
Um, right now I actually have a uh, stream of super Mario galaxy two going. Um, so I'm most of the way through that game. Um, yeah. And, and uh, so I, I try to play something more retro focused on Wednesdays and then Sundays, sort of a free for all night, whatever I'm sort of playing at that time, whether it's more of that retro game or something more recent, I snuck in a stream of, of Elden ring earlier, earlier this week. Um, I was sporting my, my sweet pumpkin helmet. Uh, if anyone <laughs> wants to go check that out, I've got the VOD out there. Do you um, have a higher but, resolution device capture device or are you just you're lowering it to 1080p so you can stream? Lowering it to 1080p. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's what I've got so far. We'll see. I, I'm, I'm coming up on my one year anniversary of streaming. I started in, in May or June of last year. So uh, slowly growing a, a following out there in Twitch. I'm closing in on 100 followers. So we'll see. Uh, but I'm having a good time with that. And, and you know, hit me up on the handbone hotline. Send me your questions. <laughs> Uh, I'm happy to give advice. Uh, You know, I I don't know how valid or good that will be, but it might be entertaining. (laughs) So uh, take your pick. And it's going to become a regular thing. I I, I feel it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Robo Jesse did. And that surprised all of us. Let's let's do it. You know, this is this is good vibes. (laughs) So, yeah, thank you. Uh, Outstanding. And you also brought a question. You brought a question. I, I did. I did. So so since I've been so deep into the uh, Elden Ring universe. Um, I've kind of been paying attention to the news. Um, and something that caught my eye the other day was, uh, apparently the speed run, uh, for this game is now under 30 minutes. Uh, or the other day it was like 33 minutes. I just saw, a, uh, uh, some, some alert that said it was like 28 minutes. And I don't know when I hear somebody says, I beat the game in 20 minutes. I, I, you know, did this speed run, you know, to each their own, right. You know, let me first say that, but for someone to say that they beat the game with glitches and, you know, kind of cheesing it out in that way, it's something just doesn't sit right with me personally. Like, sure. You rolled the credits. Great. And, and I think that's really awesome. It takes a ton of skill to be doing that. So don't, don't only really take away from this person, but I think there's a big difference between beating a game and doing that, doing a speed run. So I was curious to see, you know, what, what are your guys' thoughts um, as it pertains to something like that? Jesse, I know you follow a lot of speed run stuff. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, that's why speed runs have different categories within a game. So, you know, some might, you know, the, the ones that have the smallest time are generally called any percent. And you mm-hmm. know, they, they'll let you you know, break the game any way you can break it as long as you can roll credits. Like, uh, our Link to the Past has a pretty easy to pull off one. Even Matthew's done it and he, 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 he did it for us during, uh, an extra life, like four years ago, uh, where he wrote, he played Link to the Past in like five minutes and rolled credits, literally. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you know, like Mario 64 is another one that's commonly done. You know, they have like 16 star runs, one star run, you know, the, with the reverse long jump, I think what they call it, where Mario's backing up Mm -hmm. to going to like an infinite velocity to bypass the infinite stairs early, the things like that. So like, depending on the game, some some of the categories are no glitch runs. You got to do it all you have to hit all the bosses in some way. Uh, 
some are 100% runs. You have to hit all the bosses and collect every little thing you can possibly collect. You know, like an Ocarina of Time might be like have a 100% run where you have to get have all the hearts or all all the items. So it, it depends on the game. You know, the each game's community kind of sets its own rules. But once rules are established, they are are very strict on them. And the moderators in those communities are usually re- really good at doing that. Like if if someone's found cheating, like by taking two partial game uh, gameplays and splicing them together. And if they're caught, not only will that run be banned, but any previous and future will likely be banned from that user. So, so yeah. yeah. Usually, those each of those those communities maintain their own rules and do a pretty good job with it. So I might want to check to see if Elden Ring, like like speedrun dot net, maybe I don't remember what the what one of mm-hmm. the common ones are. See if Elden Ring has multiple categories. To see. Yeah, what they're doing. Do you do you feel though that it's it's considered maybe beating the game is the wrong term? Maybe it's just you know completing the time or something like that. You know yeah. what other term could be better said? Because beating the game as we feel is is like you said, rolling credits or completing the story. And you know, I guess it just depends on the game what you consider beating the game or rolling the credits. But in this case, it's more of they successfully did their speed run, not necessarily beat the game, but they successfully be, did their speed run. I would say mm-hmm. is the better way of saying that, right? So, what what do you all think? Well, well, like like Mario Brothers, the original Mario Brothers is a good one. While you know the world record runs don't break the game so bad that they skip levels, they still hit every level that you normally would be hitting, including warp zones. But little things they do within a level would be things that would exploit the glitch, like letting okay. you go down to a pipe and go to a different area than normal or glitch mm. the, the flagpole. So you advance without having to do the falling animation to save a second and a half, things like that. Right. Well, and stuff like that, where you're, you're taking advantage of a glitch just to get to the end of the game to roll credits, then you're not beating it to see a story. Well, I mean, Mario, I don't think there's much of a story there. Right. But, but if there's a story you're missing, you're missing it. You're not playing it for the story. You're again, playing it for the speed run. But but like using the flagpole examples, you know, if I were to do a run with warp zones, I hit the exact same levels that they're hitting. They're just doing things that shave time off. Okay. Okay. I think it, I think I think it all depends on what you want to do. Like where do you find value in your gaming, right? Is it yeah, hey, I I I want to see a story through, right? I want to because I mean the other argument of this could be like people could be, hey, if I just mainline Legend of Zelda, right? Like Breath of the Wild, and I finish off the four champions and they go kill Ganon, I get the story, I'm good. Where someone else could say, No, you're not, you're not, you're not. You, didn't, you haven't finished the game, right? You have so many mm-hmm. other things out there, right? But you're like, but for me, that's, I'm okay with that. Like, where's the yeah. balance? I think when and it comes to speed running, I think it's, it's what do you value the game for? Do you value it for story? Do you value it for experience? I think in speed running, it's, it's skill, yeah. right? It's, yeah. it's a puzzle, 
It's a right. It's kind of like that Rubik's cube, right? Like, like, can I do this faster than anybody else? There's a bit of, there's a bit of like pride, I guess I would say, or like competitiveness in regards to it. So I think it's, it's really about the lovely part of it again, being is like, we can look at games just as a general broad statement, broad brush, and then realize that it can be so many different things to so many different people in different ways. You can look at the exact same game and all three of us could have this tremendous value, right? Like for me, Breath of the Wild, man, I just, I want the story. That's what I'm there for. Uh, Tim's like, I'm there for the completionism part of it. I want all, all of it. Right. I mean, and, and for Jesse's like, no, I'm a speedrunner. I want to finish yeah. it in 20 sec in 20 minutes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so this one thing that we all value that we all enjoy can be enjoyed and be different to all of us in different ways, Definitely. which I think is kind of cool. Like I appreciate the, the creativity of it. I wonder the question that I asked John is how does the, the artist feel about it? Mm. How does the developer feel about it? Right. Cause when you, when, and, and I, and I guess there's, there's two parts of this, right. Which is you've spent time and energy to craft this world, build the story, build all these things, uh, time, energy, sweat, right. Resources to create this tree, the storyline, this band, branching path, this narrative, all these things. And the person's like, no, I just want to figure out where the bug is that I can like jump through five levels and kill a guy with a sword. Right. And you're like, but you're totally missing like everything. Like, it's kind of like I went to a museum to see the Mona Lisa. I actually just came for the pretzels. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're like, well, hold on a second. These are two yeah. different things. So how a developer, how a designer, how a, how a company feels about the difference there. I have yeah. seen some videos where it's developer reacts to speed runs of their game. And most of the time they are amused and excited and happy to see that people are so dedicated to understanding the intricacies of their game that they are willing to break it down to their knee, its knees. And like a lot of times people will say, I didn't even know that bug was there. Right. And things like that. So, but they're generally happy that someone, that people are willing to dig that deep into their game. But so John, I think what it came down to though, was the terminology used. Maybe it was bothering you like that person saying I beat the game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah and, and you know let, let me say again i mean send all your hate mail to hambones hotline uh so <laughs> feel free to hit, hit me up there but yeah I, I don't necessarily have a problem with it but i just kind of right. question the terminology did you really beat the game if you glitched your way through to the end to see the credits in well another minutes? way to think about it is in order for a person to understand the game enough to break the game to see credits and that fast they still have had to play it the, the traditional way first. You don't just learn the glitches. Oh, you yeah. learn the game first. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's fair. Very cool. Marty, awesome. anything? <laughs> no, man. Uh, I've just sat back and enjoyed hearing this because I don't speed run anything. I don't. Right. Yeah. Uh, unless it's Mega Man 2, and I probably can't even do that. Like I've been speedrunning uh, Breath of the Wild for five years. Yeah, so. I know. I know. You're getting close, man. Uh, you, you don't have to specify the speed, you know. It's right. Just, yeah. You're moving forward. Yeah. I speed I mean, run slow the ridge after it's work. Slow running. My speed Breath run. of the Wild. You're taking the <laughs> approach 
Well, whereas I, the rest of us took the hair approach. I do. Like, it's funny because I do like having this conversation. It does make me think. And I think, you know, we talked a little bit about it early about like, you know, FOMO and, and when a game comes out, but like so often get drop game drops on Friday and everyone's like, yeah, I finished it by Sunday. And you're like, wow. Like, did you, did you enjoy that? Right. Did you savor <laughs> that? Did you like, like it's it's kind of like you went to a restaurant and you just like swallowed the food, but like did you taste it at all, or okay, did you just so swallow I it? I did that with I did that with Samus Returns. It came out on uh, it dropped at a, on midnight, you know, going into a Friday. I'd just gotten done with the show. It came out. Uh, I downloaded it, had it preloaded on my 3ds. There it is. So I tried it. It worked. So I stayed up, played a few hours, played it all day Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday, every chance that I got. And finished it on Monday afternoon. Did I enjoy it? Absolutely, I did. Was I yep. looking to speed run it? No, I couldn't put it down. Like okay. I, I, yeah. I, same thing for Metroid Dread. I could not put it down once I started right. it. Yeah, kind of the same so, with me with uh, with Arceus. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't call. I wouldn't necessarily call that speed running. I wouldn't say we didn't enjoy it. It's just this game is great and I want to keep playing it. Right. Like with Arceus, I beat it in like three or four weeks, which for a lot of people, that's fast. Is it a speed run? Hell no. But I put 95 hours into down? it yeah. in four hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I looked up the dreads re- uh, record for an any percent. It's a uh, uh, 71 minutes. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's one of those things that I, and I, I've been, and you know, it's always funny because everyone busts uh, Tim's chops for where he is for breath of the wild. I haven't finished it yet either. And yet no one's busted my chops, which I appreciate, but I've said that before of like the reason I I've taken my time with it is I really want to like just savor the experience and enjoy it and not be forced. And, but then I also sometimes feel like if we're not finishing something, are we like not in that conversation? Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to use Tunic as a great example, right? That's where right now the conversation is in gaming. So do we all vest in that for the next three, you know, four days? And so that we're part of that conversation. Do you know what I mean? So we feel like we're engaged or do we, or do we finish those games at our pace and what makes us happy? Right. Yeah. I think that's yeah. important. Whatever makes you happy, right? At the end of the day, however you experience a game, whatever type of game it is, you know, I think that's, that's all individual and, however anyone wants to experience it, which is the beauty of gaming. Yeah. Very cool topic there, John. That was I, awesome. I looked yeah, at the record Absolutely. for a 100% collection run of Metroid Dread, uh, an hour 48. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's some that's, skill. That's, yeah, all of that's super impressive. <laughs> right. All right, well, since we're here uh, on and the community spotlight, I'll mention the Nin, Nindad's family of podcast updates that we have so far. So, uh, real quick, of course, we have Retro Logic, we have Dads After Dark Show, and we have Game Pass News, all other podcasts, all highlighting different topics, uh, like the Retro Logic crew. That's Dan, Datfast, John, Third Strongest Mole, Sam. In fact, John, you like we said last week, you were on their show uh, mm-hmm. last episode. Um, this week, it was their special guest was Octo Octo Rock nineteen eighty two and Retro Groove Pod. Uh, from the retro groove pod they joined uh he joined in um and i just make a quick note here uh special um they took you they talked about teenage mutant ninja turtles cowabunga collection hype and they talk about bananas 
So very important topics. Make sure you go to listen to Retrologic for <laughs> to hear those topics. And don't forget, they also have the Retrologic.games website where they have a blog as well. So, and then Dad's After Dark Show, episode 95 dropped. Which style open world game does John and Drew prefer? They talk about that. Drew looks back on his correspondences with Nintendo Power. And then they have another very special gauntlet, which was Drew running through that gauntlet. And their booty bracket went live. So if you heard me talking about that last week, that is live. So if you want to go vote on the hottest video game characters, go check out the Dads After Dark show on Twitter and vote there. Uh, Or you can hit them up on their, um, I think it's a Google form that they have a survey that you can vote on too. If you fill out the form and I'll leave your email address, you'll be be in for a... <laughs> You'll be eligible. We got another for voter a, for the booty bracket. A, a twenty dollar eShop. Prize. Google wanted to say something about that apparently, <laughs> but yeah, you get eShop twenty eShop card for twenty bucks. Uh, so yeah, that's cool. And then um, Game Pass news episode forty four dropped. I think it's forty four or forty five. Might be forty five. I think I forgot to update that. But they talked about uh, Nick and Sean talked about Halo Infinite season two arrives. Uh, Sans co op. So they, they chatted about that. Uh, GTA five gets upgraded on Xbox series. They talk about that. Um, and then Sean joins the tarnished and buys Elden ring. And they talk about that as well as of course, games they loved on game pass that dropped there. So all that stuff and much, much more go download their shows and don't forget to review them too. And not just us, but them give them uh, some love on their reviews. Awesome. Uh, a few questions from the community. We'll start uh, with a question from Discord. Uh, Andros, Justin's best friend, uh, he asks us, uh, all the Nintendo dads are suddenly retiring from the podcast to start a new venture as full-time voice actors for a new animated Zelda show, but each of you needs to pick a replacement for yourself. Who comes in as the new cast of Nintendo dads? Then he goes on to say, uh, I'll also add in the clause that you can't replace everyone with robots of themselves like Robo Jesse, although that would be really cool. And TX Trey uh, adds another little modifier to this. What characters are you voicing? So uh, let's let's just start here. Justin, uh, who's who's replacing you on the show and who are you voicing? Oh, my gosh. Uh, who's replacing me on the show? I'm going to say um, an angry Muppet. Just a really angry Muppet. Yeah, kind of thing. And uh, I'm going to voice every single NPC character. (laughs) That's what I'm going to do. Every person. Every person you run into is going to be like, well, I got a swack load of bombs here, eh? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly <laughs> how it's going to go. Sure, sure. Look at uh, we're having a problem here at uh, Elden mm-hmm. Volcano. <laughs> That's how it's going to go. All right, Tim. Who's replacing you and who you're voicing? <laughs> I, I, how do I follow that up? I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> um. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So I wasn't even thinking of like where Justin went with that with like a Muppet. I was actually thinking actually peep actual people. So I'm going to stick with that. Cause I, I can't think of anything else on the fly like that. So John, you're going to replace me. You're going to, oh, you're wow. going to replace me. Uh, and then I got to work I, on the beard. <laughs> yes. So, and then uh, I'm going to do the voicing of the, um, the goblin. I'm gonna be a goblin. That's what I'm. Just I'll a voice. goblin, just random goblin. Just, just, just random, yeah, goblin number thirty-three. Goblin thirty-three. Okay. <laughs> All right, I, I can, uh, I, I can get down with that. Okay. Um, Jesse, do you have an answer for us? Who, who's replaces you and who are you voicing? Yeah, I was thinking maybe my son could replace me. Mm-hmm. Okay. He, he just the Waldak lineage his... continues in podcasting. Yeah. He just needs to get out of a. Does show he know a how to bit. run a soundboard? I'm sure he can figure it out. He, you know, he, he, he. Wait you know, a second. So you're saying there's someone else that could run it, run a soundboard? Well, he, he's only. Oh, this changes. Assist. This changes everything. He's only. This definitely assist. changes our our one on ones this week. He has a get HR on the phone. Back. Get the HR on the phone. We might make a replacement here. He can't yeah, replace the seven year uh, employee of the year. How uh, do you ensure employee. he doesn't get eight years? You replace him now, you know. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I, I have always thought I've had an unusual voice. You know, what I found in most podcasts, and I'm sure it's not planned this way. It just happens to be, you know, most people have a normal, quote unquote, normal sounding voice, but one just has an, an, an odd voice for some reason be it an English accent or just really deep or something. I, I, I think in this cast, is I'm the one with the weird voice. I don't know why. But um, so I think we would a, a voice to uh, for like some Goron, like, I don't know, some named Goron, high, high end character of the show. You know, supporting cast of the of Link. Gotcha. Hambo, who you got? I mean, you you're not a you're not a permanent cast member, but we can talk about who you would voice on the show. Hmm. I was kind of hoping I could I could pick uh voice uh, who who all you guys would voice because I've oh. got some thoughts there. Yeah, let's okay. hear that too. So so I think Marty would be be tingle. Uh, oh, I think he would be a good tingle voice. Uh, I love where this is going already. I yeah, love this. Yeah, yeah. Justin, Justin's definitely, definitely Beetle. Okay. Nice. All right. Yeah. 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 Tim, Tim, I'm going to, I'm going to give you Prince Sidon. Okay. All right. And uh, Jesse, you get to be Link because I really want to hear your grunts and your, your thrust <laughs> sounds. Oh. And all of that. Yeah. <laughs> like it. Uh, never, never thought that we would hear uh, Jesse's I... sounds. <laughs> That's awesome. See, <laughs> I was going to say that for me, the person that would replace me on the show would be the American dream, baby. We resurrect him up from the dead. He'd come back. He'd be a so excited about all the games and everything. He'd talk about the video games. He'd talk about all the wrestling games. Come get him the plunder, baby. But really... I was going to voice Link because I've been practicing for this for a long time. I love to annoy oh, my man. family. <laughs> I love to, to annoy my family by doing my Link impression at random times, just whenever, like, we'll be in a store and I'll do it. 
or we'll be at the car, like we'll be in the car. My wife will just be asleep and I'll just go, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> this link, link doesn't have to talk. He just has to sound like he's projectile vomiting for everything he's doing. Huh? Yeah. Huh? yeah. So, so, you know, that little sound that I did earlier when I went, that, 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 you know, you know, you hear that, like if he lands in lava and, bounces off or something oh yeah i didn't i you know i thought that that was just a weird noise but I, what i found out over watching anime as, as long as i have that's basically the normal japanese like we would say ow 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 that's what the ow 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 is in japanese it's starting to lean towards popeye but no but you, you, yeah you that was trying, that mine was a little you, over you get where i was trying to get at I'm also going to say this about the about the replacing the Nintendo dads. A couple of things I would say here. First, I would say that um, any idiot with an opinion on Nintendo can replace us. So yes. it's, there isn't much of a prerequisite, yeah. right? So I'm going to say that right now. Uh, you the other thing, rest your dog up in a Captain America costume and still put them a on dog. here, and they would, yeah, it still would a be. Dog. You know, uh, and I think you know, I'm going to just a side kind of like moment on this. I think the beautiful part that I'm going to say about our community that I love is that I think if any of us decided to leave uh, and we said, Hey, we've got an open seat. Would anyone be interested? I think there is a bunch of people who'd be happy to raise their hand and say, this is something that I would like to do now going forward. And I think that happens for any of us. So I don't think that, I think that any of us can be easily replaced by a Muppet. Uh, with a loud opinion about something. So, uh, and I think that just speaks a testament of our community. Like John could jump in here and do this. If we were like, Hey, John, congratulations. You're now the host of Nintendo dads. The show's yours. Right? Like I have, I have faith in him. Right. I don't have faith in Andros, but I have faith in John. Uh, and I just want to make sure that's clear. I want to make sure that's dead clear. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. yeah but I will say that uh, we've got to work on this. Um, We've got to work on this beard policy. Like, if you come on the show, you have to have grown some respectable facial hair. I have been checking in our HR show. agreements. That is not in there. I hate that you bring this up on our on our on our meetings every single week. You talk about this. That's not true. We're we're letting we're we're slipping. I've looked at our employee handbook. It is not mandatory at all. Well, <laughs> you would think it is if you look at us, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Let's move on. Let's get this next question. Seth Sturgill, Sturgill, Sturgis, Sturgeon. I don't know. I say it wrong every time. I'm sorry, Seth. Sorry. Uh, he says this. It's not a question, but it's just a comment. He says, love me some ham bone Johnny. Nice. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love Seth. There you go. All right. Nobody ever declares their love for me in the comment section. I love you okay. too, Marty. Uh, you. That's just pity, that. John. That's just a pity love. Like, don't you don't need to get you don't need to call it out. You don't need to drop it down to that level. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to do that for him. It's fine. It's it's fine. All right. Well, we're going to hear about it now. All week. It's the same level of uh, pity that I hear in my wife's voice when I say (laughs) I love you, and she's like, "Yeah, I love you too." Uh, (laughs) Ouch! Those shame, regret, and realization. (laughs) I'm stuck. Twenty years. Twenty years in. It's like. I love you. I'd kill you. Uh, anyway, uh, here, here, Seth just has questions for you, Hamo. It's okay. just for you. He doesn't care about us. Well, Here's what he says. First, did those miners deserve it? Mm, all like, right, really, so, did they deserve it? He knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, they definitely deserved it. They, this is an Elden Ring reference. I, I just went in um, kind of aggressive into a mine situation and 
these guys just looked like they were asking for it. So a couple backstabs later, I walked out from with some smithing stones and boom, baby, I got a plus 10 sword now. So <laughs> As you do. I'm wow. happy. Wow. Ruthless. What's the, what's the saying? What's the saying? If you, you something about living long enough to see yourself become the villain. That's it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was. If I if you don't stab me, I stab you. I figured it was the, it was yeah, the other that's motto. Pretty, that's pretty much how uh, it goes. He, yeah. he does ask a second question. He says, "How are you finding Super Mario Galaxy Two, and where does it rank for you among the 3D Mario's?" Uh, number one ranks my favorite 3D Mario of all time. Um, wow. I've got a lot, a lot of love for Odyssey. A lot of love for Mario 64. Um, but I haven't gone back and played super Mario galaxy two, um, since Odyssey had come out. And in my mind, this game was always my favorite 3d Mario. Um, and this was sort of a test to see like, all right, how does this hold up? Um, and it holds up great. You know, it's, it's a wonderful game. I think, um, not to take anything away from, from Odyssey at all. I just think that the bosses, the power-ups that you get in galaxy two, um, are just like way more inventive. Um, I think the platforming in and of itself in, in, in Odyssey stands on its own, but I think from a Mario game, the, the whimsicalness of, of galaxy two, I mean, you're flying around on a face ship, uh, through the world, like, come on. Uh, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, I love it. It's my favorite one. Here, here, here's the problem I had with Mario galaxy two then and now is uh galaxy came out and they made rosalina like the center of the universe right like mm-hmm. they made some like rosalina this and rosalina that that and then they trade her in for a fat star for no reason like they just they trade her in for a fat you, fat star pirate captain and you get it you get a plump purple fat star like i i just there there wasn't a lot of logic behind that to me uh, that, that's just me, but anyway. I mean, I'll say galaxy, the original galaxy, um, has a better presentation, I think has a lot more charm mm. with the observatory. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah, from yeah. a pure gameplay perspective and, and the power-ups and all that stuff, galaxy two takes the cake for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, Justin's, uh, going to drop off. Thanks Justin for being on the show this week. You're welcome, guys. Have a great night, John. Thanks Thanks, for being here. And awesome. Thank you so much for all your support you do for the community as well. You are a true gentleman and a scholar. um, And we are raising your placard above Jesse's any day. That is what I would say. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Have a good night. See you. Yeah. See you, Justin. Uh, Let's let's go through these last two questions. We're going to kind of buzz all three of these. Dads After Dark Show asks, who's the best Mario Kart player among the dads? Well, it's definitely not Justin. Since he's gone, uh, it's me. It's definitely not me because I don't own the game. Yeah, so Jesse's out. So then it comes down between me and Tim. And uh, I don't play it enough, so I know I would not. I don't either. I don't either. (laughs) Uh, There's there's nothing like thinking you're great at Mario Kart, and uh, there's nothing like going online to prove that you're absolute trash. Right? Yep. When I play with, like, my students and I play with my kids and and other people, I'm always first. So – Right. I guess that, I mean, I guess that. Yeah, I tried to play when Sean does his, uh, Sean Capri, when he's done it a few times and played yeah. against him. And I'm I'm fighting for like the last four spots in the, in the track, trying to, because <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. I, I haven't played this game. Is, I don't play if you all get, the time. So. If you get far enough back, like that you're like midway back or halfway back, you're never going to get back to the front. No, it, no it's, you're not. It's when you get back, nope. I call it gen pop. When you get back in the general populace, 
You're, you're done. You're done. You got yeah, to get, get, get some better and, items, though. So I, at least that's do, fun. You get a star. It doesn't matter because yeah. you have all, everybody has all those better items and they're going to war with like the last seven people on the track. Yeah. Right. That's, yep. I do have to say, though, I'm looking forward to these new tracks because it, it, it kind of levels the playing field a little bit there. So every, it's new to everybody. For about, know, for, I also, for about two days. I, I, listen, yeah. I've got to be honest that I love this comment in the chat. Andros is in the chat. And he says, nothing like thinking you're great and then playing against Andros. So now he's talking about himself in the third person and using his own emojis uh, that look like him. Right. Uh, yeah, man, you got, you got to own it, right? You got to own Just it. Le- you, lean in. Listen, to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? That's right. Right. That's That would have been a good place for the woo. <laughs> woo! There we go. <laughs> uh, solo something asks this. Hambone. Was the first I reached out to in the Discord uh, for pointers in Mario Kart since I had little experience. He was super helpful and offered to join up to help off uh, online. Running a lot of time trials myself got me wondering who enjoys time trials and who hates tiny wheels. I don't do the time trials. That's a I good idea, either. though, to try to use I that. I did do to, the time trials practice, when, when uh, there was the big monthly mayhem like the big bracket that yeah, had yeah. like all kinds of mm-hmm. different things and one of them was time trials yeah. i did them then and i realized that i'm terrible at mario kart i i in the tiny wheels i like throwing those on just for a good laugh because they, they they look silly on a car sometimes you know on a cart <laughs> so i'll throw those on oh uh, that's awesome it's the original handbone helpline um you know yes. question right there there you um, go uh, I, i'm a slick wheels guy that's usually my go-to um, but yeah, I like, I like the time trials. They're, they're fun. Uh, I think it's a good way to, um, kind of test out those shortcuts and that kind of thing. But, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's fun. what, that's what I know. I usually, cause I like when I'm watching other people play and I'm on them and I, and if I'm trying to race, I see them taking those shortcuts and I'm like, Hey, they just went that what? Where did yeah, that where did shortcut that, from come from? I don't know where any shortcuts <laughs> are. I'm just driving straight ahead. I'm like Tim playing F zero X. I'm like, hold down the <laughs> press the gas and go. Just go. Go, um, go, go. We also are going to round out our time here in the community spotlight with a voicemail from Mecha Dragon 101. Yeah, I'm not sure how clear this will sound, but uh, hopefully it'll give us a play. Hello, Nintendo Dad. This is me, MechaDragon101, for, for your voice message this week. And Tim was asking for them last week, and I wanted to apply and help him out. So um, my question for the, for you guys this week is, um, are you guys able to basically separate the art from the artist and enjoy a game's company, sorry, a company's game despite the actions of the company themselves? So like a recent example would be the... Um, the new Harry Potter game coming up for PS5, and everyone's a fan of it, but it's weird because when that game got announced, everyone was like, I don't want to buy this game because it's a J.K. Rowling, but it looks like a good game. Or in my case, um, I still play Overwatch from time to time despite the whole controversy going on with Blizzard and Activision right now. Um, yeah, basically, what's your guys take on this? Do you still enjoy a game? Um, do you still try to enjoy a game despite what's going on? And are you able to separate the artist from the artist? I know there's a limit between that, but oh, uh, it sounds like a good it sounds like a good question to ask. So yeah, sorry for me rambling on having to send a voice message in a while. So hopefully you get the message. Looking forward to the podcast tonight, guys. Thank you. Hey, cool. Okay, so for if you weren't able to hear that, uh his question is, uh, and it is a great question, uh, can you separate the art from the artist? 
In other words, uh, like with the new Harry Potter game that's coming out, there's obviously some controversy around J.K. Rowling and, and some things there uh, in the community. Are you able to se- separate that and still enjoy the game and be able to, to like keep that maybe in compart- compartmentalized or do you need to, like in the case of Activision, can we, Blizzard, can we, can we enjoy Activision Blizzard games uh, with a clean conscience? Um, so yeah, that, that, that's, that could be like a whole show. Okay. Like this could be a whole show. <laughs> that's a good topic. Um, yeah. Could, could I, could I do this? Could we do this? Um, because here's the deal. Let's do on it for a week. <laughs> yeah. And here's why, because this is not just, uh, it's not just a gaming question. I think it ends up becoming a super politicized question. And what I don't want us to do is I don't want us to say anything that uh, would be harmful or out of line to people just because we're getting that question like, boom, right here. Because I, I have a knee-jerk reaction, and I'm sure a lot of people do when they hear this uh, or hear anything like this. But I think this is something that we need to move to next week's Let's Discuss part of the show. Would you all okay. agree with that? Yeah. I do have a few quick things I wanted to say, which I, I think they're safe. You know, they're pretty political free. Just, But, you know, there's more to this game than just Rowling. You look at yeah. the credits, there'll be 300 people on it. And she may have some say in the story. I don't know. I haven't researched this game. So, you know, in that case, what she, how she thinks doesn't affect what, whether I would enjoy this game or not. I would enjoy this game or not based on the merits of said game. You know, other companies that, that are known to have problems, especially in the upper management, that is different. I'll, I'll leave it at that, and we'll, we'll talk about it more next week. Yeah. And yeah. also to answer your question, Jesse, according to the um, state of play, uh, they they talked to the developers and what they were saying is they didn't call out J.K. Rawlings at all, but they were saying they went back and reread the books several times when developing the game. So the books were references, not the author. Okay. And that that's I think some people would think that would be a good thing. Yeah. If, I, th- I think yeah. there are some people who, and I to, not to jump into it because we are going to talk about it next week and not to jump into it too deeply. Yeah. Uh, but I do think that there are some people who f- definitely feel like uh, to accept one part is to accept the whole. D- does that make sense? Um, oh yeah. Yep. But I mm-hmm. think, I think that can also be like, and I think that can be true. So hear me when I say it, like, I think there can be some truth to that, but I also think that there's um, that can be, and I'm not, I'm trying to tread lightly here because again, I don't want I don't want to I don't want to question on a podcast that's supposed to be fun to make people mad, right? right? Um, but you got time to think about it if you want to wait till right. next week. No, well, no, what I want to say <laughs> is this: is I think that some, some that that while that can be a valid argument, it, there's also some fallacies in that argument that you can go and you can run wild with. Okay. So. Without getting too deep into it, I think we'll cover this next week. Mecha Dragon, this is an incredibly timely and excellent question from you. So don't hear us putting you off. 
uh, just know that we want to we want to think about it and we want to respond in a way that um, would would not only honor the question, but also honor and, and kind of take into consideration every single person that listens to Nintendo Dads, um, because ultimately this is not a show about politics or things that are politicized in today's culture. It's a show about video games and, and being dads. So video games. sadly, yeah. lots of things are politicized today. Everything's political. Yeah, um, yeah, there's there's that middle ground where where politics meets games that sometimes we can't not yep. talk about it. Yeah, and so I mean I think we need to talk about it, but I also think that you know we need to uh, we need some time. So with that being said, we're going to wrap up episode two hundred or sorry three hundred and sixty seven. We're going back in time, uh, <laughs> way way far in time, and we want to thank our special guest Hambone Johnny doing the podcast tour for spending some time with us and uh, hanging out. Uh, here tonight, Johnny. Thank you so much. Uh, and this special you. extended version of yeah. our episode. <laughs> yeah. Remind us again. Uh, remind people again where they can find you if they want to interact with you. Yeah, you can. You can find me on Twitter and Twitch, or on the Nintendo Dance Discord uh, at Hambone Johnny. Uh, streaming Wednesday and, and Sunday nights, kind of hanging out. I'm welcome. Awesome. One and all. Yeah, they can find so, you in uh, any Discord pretty much now. Not, so. <laughs> yeah, not only is he on every podcast, he's in every Discord. Uh, as we close out the show, we want to say a huge thanks to our faithful fans and followers, uh, not just our patrons, but all of our fans. Thank you guys for making uh, every bit of this a complete success. Without you, we don't have anything. Over on YouTube, we're now over 6,000 followers and climbing. Uh, on Twitch, over 1,200 followers and climbing. And we want to say thanks to our 31 Twitch subscribers who also get access to our Discord community and activities, but also a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernsberger, Antonio Contronio, and Solo Something. Thank you guys for backing at that level. And thank you to each and every one of you, whatever level you back at. You're part of the Nintendo Dads family, and we appreciate you and love you so much, and we're thankful for you. Remember, you can head over to uh, manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S, to get 20% off and free shipping. You can also head over to Gooder, that's G-O-O-D-R.com, and use the code NINDADS to get some uh, or some percentage off, uh, some very cool glasses. And uh, also, don't forget, check out our social media profiles uh, for our partnership with Glitch. Uh, to get some uh, percentage off uh, your gaming drinks over there. They're very good, very, very good. Um, uh, so you can go and save some dough by using the code NINDADS and using our link. Uh, we want you to check out our website at nintendodads.org. That's where you can find all of our latest posts and videos and podcast episodes, links to social media, Patreon page, Nintendo Dad shop, all that. You can find us. At most places, just by typing in Nintendo, just by type in Hambone Johnny, you can type in Nintendo Dads. Boom. There we are. Uh, email us like uh, several of you did at NintendoDads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail at 929-25-N-DADS. That's 929-256-3237. want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. And a reminder, wherever you listen to this audio version of the podcast, be sure to go to that platform if you can. Give us a five-star review and write down some words about what you like about the show. It helps people find us, and it sends us shooting up the charts, just like we're about to be shooting through some courses here on this new Mario Kart DLC that is now available. For me, for Justin, for Tim, for Jesse, and our guest, Hambo Johnny, this has been episode 367, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Night.
Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. Nintendo Dads Podcast.